everybody, and welcome to the newest indoor adventure in the wild beyond the Witchlight, part 21, The New Doctrine. So, today is June 19th, 2022, and you are loved, especially all those daddies out there, because today is Father's Day. Let them all know that they're appreciated and loved as well. If that's if, you know, they're still a part of your life. And if not, we got plenty of replacement dads if here not, on the channel. If not, I'm your daddy now. We got plenty of replacement dads. Card, so many I will to go accept around. them in my P.O. box. We got Greybeard. We got JD. We got, we got Hype Goblin. We got Satan. Even RJ could be a daddy if, you know, you play your cards right. So, uh... Hey, if this is your first time joining, you can go to youtube.com slash indooradventures to check up on all of the VODs of each of the games that we have done up until this point, or you can go towards where anywhere audio casts are being made available for free. You can find us there under the same moniker. And speaking of things that are being made available for free, if you go to patreon.com slash indooradventures, you can check up on our after show called Knights in the Courtyard, the after show that we like to do for all you acorns out there, uh, where, you know... If you have any questions for myself or any of these other fine folk, you can feel free to post them in the Discord or in the Twitch chat to the side. Or if you look to that Twitch chat, there's a link to our Discord. You can join us there posting questions for the courts and we will do our best to respond to those questions in a timely fashion. Usually going to be posted the next day on our Patreon at patreon.com slash indoor adventures. Now you're probably thinking, didn't you just say that that's being made available for free? I thought Patreon you had to pay money the for, but you don't actually because everything is being made available for free. It's all under the public tag. So as long as you just go to patreon.com slash indoor adventures, you can check up on our after show. It is a great time. But let's say that you already support us on Patreon. You already support us on YouTube and Twitch and all of those other wonderful places. And you're trying to think to yourself, where can I go to help support this fantastic show even more? Guess what, Acorns? I got your back. Quite literally, in fact, because if you go to indooradventure.ridbubble.com, we got t-shirts, we got posters, we got mugs, we got crop tops, throw pillows, shower curtains, aprons, clocks, journals, stickers. Uh, and we also have Tia masks. That's right, we got masks with the symbol of Tia Matt upon them, designed by our very own Cyberwolf1201, where all the proceeds of those masks, as well as the rest of our merch, is currently going to help support Doctors Without Borders. So if you would like to help support a good cause, you can again go to indooradventure.redbubble.com. But that is it for my opening spiel. So hey, RJ, who are you playing today? Hello everybody, I'm RJ, and I will pick you up from soccer practice without forgetting. Today I'm playing Vice, who is the Tiefling Warlock Rogue. We both go by he, him. Everyone, uh, I am Sarah, and I will be playing Lowry Moon, the Hexblood Spore Druid. And I'll bring the snacks for halftime at the soccer game. I won't forget. Something better than orange slices, I promise. I'm Media Flare, and I will be paying Panfred Ambroski, the Gnome Artificer, and I promise my dad jokes will not be too bad. Hey everybody, I'm Wings, also known as Danae Keener. I'm going to be playing as Clout, who is a tiefling bard. Hi everyone, my name's Satan, and I will make the best of big brownies for uh, the after party of your soccer game after you win. Um, and tonight I'll be playing Alessandra, the hag. And I am the indoor adventurer, also known as the Dungeon Daddy. And today I shall be your dungeon master. So last we left 
off. There was a fantastic hut that appeared seemingly out of no place containing our very own Alessandra, a rather peculiar and particular hag who was the hag mother of our very own Lowry. It was at that point that conversations were had, uh, kind of figuring out what it is... The deal was why Alessandra was here, things were a little tense, to say the least, uh, upon their initial arrival, but kind of communicating with them more, figuring things out, you realized, oh, she's not scary, she just sounds like that all the time, regardless of what you're talking about. And it was at that point that your group realized that if you do remove Bavlorna from her position of power, you're going to need somebody to kind of take over the role as ruler here in Hither, this temporary archfey, and using the contract that you had uh, kind of copy-pasted uh, from Thither when you helped Will of the Wood be, uh, enter into more archfey-style situation, uh, you decided that, well, Alessandra seems reasonable enough uh, in their requests and, and asks of what uh, they would like to do. So that is where we last left off. That as well as it does need be mentioned that Pam found out quite a few things uh, relating uh, to a Zabilna slash Tasha slash uh, Igwil. Uh, we'll explain that it will is the same, uh, to Pam, maybe at a different time, but, uh, for the moment, uh, you have all sort of resigned yourself, at least, to finding a more permanent solution to events surrounding Bavlorna. Uh, that is where we ended up calling last week's session, with a lot of you, uh, separating with Lowry, staying with Alessandra, uh, in, uh, her hag hut for a long rest with Clout, Vice and Pam returning to the inn at the end of the road, which is just a, a, a couple bricks away, uh, all things considered. A small little uh, well-traveled road. Uh, and again, we entered into a series of long rests. So before we hit that long rest button, is there anything that the three of you inside of the inn at the end of the road would like to do? I sneak into Cloud's room and draw a dick on his face. Again? I do not imagine do that. Cloud is actually just like sitting in a chair when they run up and do this. I what I what are you doing? <laughs> Stop. I'm covering up. I'm covering up the mark on your face with a new one. Something firm and erect. <laughs> what? You're muted. Don't draw another dick on my face. <laughs> I will not draw another dick on your face. Walks away. Okay. So, uh other than definitely not drawing a dick on Clout's face, uh, is there anything that you guys would like to do before hitting that long rest button? Because if not, regain your spell slots, regain your things, you can wake up tomorrow morning feeling entirely refreshed. Right. I have to wait for the morning to do any artificer things. Okay. So yeah, morning comes around. This is, uh, as we jokingly described it, uh, leading up to this session, this is the dawn of the final day uh, of your contract with Bavlorna. Uh, Any time as the uh, contract would end, 
that is when, uh, well, her, we'll call it a punishment, will come into play. However, what that is was not exactly made specified to the contract makers, so we'll just sort of see what happens if that ends up coming into play. But... Uh, what is what is the gang's current plan? Uh, I know that there had been talk about possibly seeking additional allies in your uh, attempted fight against Bavlorna, uh, or at least having some sort of backup with you. Well, for the first hour in the morning, at least, uh, Pamphardam will need to uh, sit in their room and finish up that uh, new uh, brain fart uh, steel defender that they are working on. Okay. Okay, so yeah, Pam's gonna come down. Uh, and as we've said multiple times, because Pam still operates on that internal military time, uh, I feel like even if you're waking up uh, with an hour to work on this, you'll still be done at around the same time that Clout and Vice are both actually waking up in the morning. Morning. Hello. Um, regular types of tea are on the kettle. Thank you. You doing all right? Holy shit! First foremost, Savvy, thank you so much for gifting five subs to the group. Savvy! Holy shit! You are loved, Savvy Seaworth. Second, I thought that was an NPC startling something. I was like, oh, what did we do? <laughs> I didn't do it, I swear. Yeah, um, how you doing, Pam? Well, I got some sleep, and I managed to finish the machine. Uh, Clapperclaw should be able to just ride in it for the remainder of our journey if I don't break this one. Hmm. Is it in the room with us? Uh, not yet. It is out of view. Okay. All right, well, at least the boy's going to be protected. Yeah, they got a cool new hat. How does that work on the gourd head? Oh, well, uh, we kind of just took the innards and, and used it as, like, brain matter inside the, uh, in, inside the antler head. Before you continue, pours himself a strong cup of tea. <laughs> There's probably, like, some mushroom whiskey that goes into it as well. Mm -hmm. All right. Do you have a schematic? I'd like to look it over with you. Oh, well, I guess I could write something down when I was working on it. I didn't, even, I didn't take many notes. Do you have a piece of paper or anything? I don't... I'm, I'm out of sheets. Uh, let's see. I've got a string and some tinder boxes. I'm also out of paper. I, I can describe it to you how it works. Um, we can just, you know, theater of a mind or our schematics. Please do. How do you take your eggs? Oh, uh, very good. Thank you. Scrambled? Sunny side? Hot what? Boiled? I'm going to go cook us some breakfast. Okay. How would you like your eggs? Yes, please. Scrambled it is. Okay. Come walk and talk with me. Well, I, 
All right. I'll follow Vice into the kitchen. Okay. Yeah, and as you are describing uh, the schematics of the Steel Defender, uh, Vice being a tinkerer yourself of sorts, it is not a difficult thing uh, to kind of pay attention to, although it is early in the morning, you're just starting off with some tea. It's like when somebody, again, who has been up for several hours is telling you all about the things that they've been working on. It's like, your brain's not... It's still it's still catching on your own internal gears. He catches keywords, and he can extrapolate the data from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every once in a while, there's, like, a word that Pam says that appears in your brain in bold text, and you're like, ah, yes, that thing. Actuators, yes. Vice is going to make eggies in a basket for everyone. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, Clout, you wake up to uh, the sound of conversation down below as well as the smell of eggies. All right. Uh, he'll preen a little bit, uh, sort of dab some makeup onto his uh, facial scar um, and head downstairs. Yeah, so basically we like tried it out like a giant raisin. And then I, I basically, I like shaped it into a ba- like a standard shape of a brain. And then we just kind of shoved it inside the skull. Oh, good morning, Cloud. But how do you account for the neuron activation then? Well, so the brain already functioned, so I didn't have to change the programming at all. Oh, interesting. Morning, everybody. Morning. Eggy on a basket, uh, eggy in a basket, extra runny yolk. Yes. Slides to the left. <laughs> He'll sit down, tuck in. All right. And speaking of individuals who cha cha real smooth, Lowry and Alessandra in your hut, you've awoken uh, from the. Uh, Coming from the inn at the end of the road, you can smell early breakfast uh, that seems to be being made. Uh, are you going to be joining your companions for any kind of brekkie, or are you just kind of having breakfast here uh, in uh, in your hut, and then you'll join them? I think Lowry woke Alessandra up early, like she used to back when she lived with Alessandra initially. Um, and is just going on recounting all of her adventure with this party in particular uh, as she hands Alessandra her morning cup of mushroom tea. Uh, and then we met the Herringons and they stole memories and it was, they were just, they were so mean. They were so cute and so cuddly and so mean. And so then Vice and Cloud took it upon themselves to go and get the memory back. And then when they were gone, Bad things happened, but then we went and we met the people here, and there's uh-huh. all of these talking heads, and then they're like on sticks, but not without their bodies, and they're very, very rude. And then we met Clapperclaw. I don't think you've met Clapperclaw yet, but he has a gourd for a head. Well, he used to have a gourd for a head. I think Pamperdam's made him a new head. Um, but why are you looking at me like that? I'm not looking at you anyway. You just sound like you've had a lot of fun. Well, I don't know that I'd call it all fun, but it's been a lot. Hmm. You have such interesting friends. Why don't we have breakfast with them? We can if you want. 
get to know them. I would love to get to know the people who are looking after my little Lori. I mean, I don't think they're looking after me. I think I'm looking after them half the time. Oh, yeah. Mm hmm How do you feel getting out in the world after everything? I really like meeting everyone, and the carnival was so much fun. Ooh. Lots of mishaps, a little bit of chaos. A little. I try to keep it down. Down. Oh. All down. Deep, deep down. Maybe bring it up a little bit. Just a little. For fun. Sometimes. There you I go. I accidentally got swallowed by a noose. Oh. Or a cube. It was a more cube? of a cylinder than a cube. Do you still call them a cube if they're not in cube shape? I don't think so. I should have asked before we killed it. I have one of those somewhere in the house. Oh, do you? Somewhere. I'd have to oh. rummage through my inventory. We should take it with us. It stays in the house. It has at least 50 years before I can leave the house. Oh. In any shape. Or form. Can you teach it to look like a horse? Its form is more of a punishment than it is natural. Rats, I wanted to play a prank on Clout with it. Okay. Um, I suppose if I get a giant mold, I could make it into a horse and just leave it in the mold. I wonder I if I could get part of its punishment. Just... Like a what? Nothing. Okay. Let's go get breakfast. All right. Okay. She'll stand up with her staff. Hopefully Vice isn't cooking. He always makes the eggs way too wet. Hmm. Vice turns his head to the side and sneezes. <laughs> that is when you hear the door open and... Sure enough, Alessandra, Lowry, you make your way into the inn at the end of the road, hearing the door open. Uh, the tavern owner, Sue, will sort of like look around from uh, like her st little storage area uh, and sees you, Lowry, and waves and then sees you, Alessandra, and she like her hands up and she just waves, waves and you see her mouth uh, hospitality towards you. Which you know that the that this uh, domain of delight, as it is, uh, has three primary rules: reciprocity, uh, uh, hospitality, and then the third one that we never really get to. <laughs> Don't kill uh, people. She'll give she'll give a nod. She understands. She knows. Yeah, oh, and so Sue just sort of like goes back into the oh. storage area. I'll introduce you later. Meanwhile, Vice, come on out. You got all your eggs that you've been making, and you see that Alessandra and Lowry are there as well. Oh, perfect. I was going to walk these out to y'all, but you came here. Tink, tink. Mm. Oh, good. They're not scrambled. I can cook other things aside from scrambled eggs. She mentioned something about your eggs always being a little too wet. Rude! Such a narc. <laughs> Listen, whoever likes dry eggs is a blasphemer. 
and they are not welcome in my tavern. A blast. It's not your tavern. All right. Well, no, I the tavern. Talk about my food preferences then. Back. I was joking. I swear, no one. Everyone's too serious here. Ooh. No. Baby, no. She's trying way too hard. Let me in. Let me in. Man. I know there's something uh, happening behind this door. I know there's some cured meats hanging somewhere. Bacon, bacon, bacon. Yes. Yes. Crispy or chewy? I could do like both. Yes. Do both. Yeah, just burn mine. I'm gonna scrunch it up and use it as powder. I like the way you think, Pampadam. Okay. So yeah, as breakfast continues to be made and you are all given a variety of tea, and eggs, and bacon, and uh, fuck it, there's probably toast there as well. You're just like raiding Sue's stores of food. I'm sure she's got plenty more. She's got her uh, her new Bullywug companions who are going out and finding her things as well. So there's don't a gold worry. piece that goes in the till. Uh, there's also a variety of catfish uh, that you are able to uh, select from as well. It seems like these sort of swampy fish uh, are a lot easier to come by for the bullywugs than it was for Sue. Catfish. Yeah, Pamperdam will from... throw two gold into the uh, stealing from the pantry pool. You see that the uh, as you do, uh, the good nature of all of you cause this little uh, like money box the wood on it groans and you just see it gets a little smile. It's just like, <laughs> Lovely. Uh, I think Clout will finish eating first and he'll stand up and gather plates and take them to the sink. Roll up his sleeves. Start washing. So we have one day left. What's our order of operation? I assume we want to speak with her before going all black ops on her. Maybe we can just talk her into leaving. We can right. talk to the uh, the bullywogs first. Do we have time to drop in on them? I say we have about sixteen hours left. It's a small place. We can get to and from where we need to be quickly enough. Assuming we don't get roped into another revolution. Oh, please. Well, if we use the, if we just travel by house, then we shouldn't have to worry about what we see along the way if there's anything happening. That might be a little conspicuous, though. Do we want to, like, stop the house, like, a few miles outside of town? Put it the rest of the way. You still have the boat, right? I don't think so. I thought we left the boat here. Yeah, is the boat still attached to the, the inn at the end of the road? Or, like, because that has been a minute. <laughs> the boat is no longer attached to the inn at the end of the road. It seems that the bullywugs who have been going out and finding food for Sue have been utilizing the boat in their expedition. When I, uh, when my tattoos changed, did anything that was, uh, created with them disappear? No. 
Okay. Just the mental image of a couple of bullywugs in a summoned boat out in the middle of a lake and then it just disappears out from underneath him because clout died and went to a noodle house in his death dream. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So who wanted who like if, if we're going to do this, I assume we're probably going to need to split up and have like some people talk to the bullywugs and some people talk to Beth Lorna. Who wants to talk to her? I'll talk to her. Well, I think we should all up. be there. I think we should all be there when we talk to Bev Lorna. I think so too. But splitting up might not be a bad idea. We can have some people go and talk to the bullywugs, and then another group can go and plug up her spring. What oh, yeah. interests are these bullywugs to you? Well, we help them. Uh do a, a political takeover so they mm. i think they technically owe us a favor um and they also seem to have some level of allegiance to us at least one of them has a good head on their shoulders for now figuratively or literally literally both oh. mm. yes but so... technically they're the rulers of this area mm. under Lord. Looking to get their help to overthrow Bad Lord, not. Mm -hmm. Or at right. least see what the situation is now. Their political situation kind of changes rapidly. Yeah. If anything, we can also convince them just to stay out of it, you know, if they don't want to help us. We might be able to get them to tamper with the well while we're in there talking to her. How Possibly. would we, uh, b besides Bullywugs, how would we go about tampering with the well? If you give me an hour, I could help. There's some sort of magical system in there that draws water from the lake into the pool. If we could disrupt that, then perhaps oh. we can drain the pool? Throw if, it's, that... if it's magic, I can just dispel it. Since when? Since... I don't know. I can do the same. Probably Since when? Passed over into Yan or, or yeah, no. I'm pretty sure part of your uh, the Foklukan Bandor that you got had the dispel attached to it. It's not. Oh, it's, I don't know. It's a, it's a bard spell. I mean, we have been traveling a lot. There's plenty of time to study while we do that. Well, it just feels like something I can do now. Great. Perfect. I can also do that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I can also give us all the ability to breathe underwater for 24 hours. Okay. I can already do that. We've got oh. a lot of options open to us. So then Lowry, Cloud, and Alessandra can plug up the well while me and Vice go talk to the Bullywugs. We be back up after both plans are done, and then we together go talk to the hag. Bevelorna. Sounds like a plan. Maybe Alessandra should go with you all to go and talk to the Bullywugs. She should pro if she's gonna be in charge of this place, she should know the people who live here. That's fair, but maybe that'll help convince them that like it's the right thing to do to join us. We should also figure out if the herring gons are around. We don't want them busting in while we're doing our thing. I heard they still memories. 
Not necessarily memories, but the feelings attached to them. Hmm. That's interesting. Uh, like at one point, Lowry, Lowry passed off uh, the, the feelings that they had when they looked at a, I think it was like a locket or something. Yeah, it was. There's just a slow head turn to look at Lowry. I don't feel joy anymore when I polish knobs. It just happens. Did you ever get those back, Lowry? Yes. No. Oh, well, yes. Not you, dear. <clears throat> how far away does how, um do, is it does anyone have like a recollection of how far away uh the Herringons headquarters were to Bevlorna's place? It was quite a ways away from uh from downfall. Um can Lowry uh since she has map making abilities take out a piece of paper and <laughs> draw it out for a few yeah, map yeah, making yeah, yeah. Does anyone have a heckin' piece of paper? <laughs> Here, hold on. I think I've got one. Clout hands you a map to draw on, and Wings drops the map of Hither in the chat. Yay! Track it down. I have so many Discord things. Now. Oh my goodness, Larry, your map making skills are are fantastic. They've gotten so good. Well, the coastline wizards would be really impressed. Yeah, so it is roughly like anywhere between two to three miles. Uh, from the outskirts of the Brigands Tollway to Downfall. Okay, so not super far out of the way travel time-wise. But they do make deliveries to Bavlorna, right? Yes, they do. So if they're about two miles away, and we're looking at Swampland, they do seem to be able to run a lot faster than us, so I'd How say... Right on snails. You could ask the Bullywogs to intercept. True. True. Otherwise, they have probably about an hour of response time. Have the bullywogs set an inconspicuous perimeter while the rest of us go and do what needs to be done. They're local, so they'll blend in. All right. I'm devious. I like it. Right. So I guess once we're all geared up and all that, we can set off towards the place. Sounds good. Hey, Whisper! And Alessandra, you see what appears to be a Will-O-Wisp just arrive on call when Clout yells for Whisper. How's it going, man? Feels like I haven't talked to you in a while. Shines brightly and says, uh, I, I was doing what you told me to. I was laying low. You're real good at that, buddy. Thanks a lot. Uh, we're about to have... He's going to explain like the plan to Whisper. Um, and essentially, his job is going to be um, be on whatever team Clout isn't on, and like run to us and tell us if anything goes wrong. Yeah, Whisper's, Whisper's on board for it. I just... I was looking at the map and I was all like, oh yeah, those are the wells that have the willed wisps in them. And I was all like, fuck! <laughs> My will wisp I've got one of those! Ooh. Okay. So yeah, uh, it's like Han and Chewie. Clout just turns uh, to this glowing ball of light and talks to it and it like jingles and shines at him. 
and the two of them just have a conversation back and forth. Before they leave, Alessandra's gonna just, before I forget, and just snap her fingers, and her appearance is going to change to that. She originally had this big skirt and bodice and this veil covering her face, but in front of you, you see this um, really pale blue uh, petite woman uh, with pale gray eyes, long white hair that wraps around these two uh, horns, like tiefling horns, and is covered in just cloaks and like loose flowy, um, loose flowy fabric. That's better. I don't know if Bab will recognize me, but it's better safe than sorry. I think she was able to smell me last time. Yeah, you also mentioned something about Scabatha being able to tell you were you. If she even remembers my smell. Scabatag is about as quick-witted as a rock. Well, it was the first time she had ever met me, so. Maybe it's a adopted family thing? Hmm. But I do look cute, so I would sing like this. Okay. So. We're separating into two different teams. There oh, is okay. the team How that is... How are we going to split up? Sorry. Continue no, that's talking. what I was going to say. So how's how's the split going? Vice and Pam and Whis or and uh, Whisper are going to go and speak with the Bullywugs. From what I got, yes. Okay, and then there's the also other a thing. recommendation of taking Alessandra with her with us so they can meet their future subjects. So Alessandra, would you prefer to go and speak with Bavlorna? Would you go, or would you prefer to go and speak with the Bullywugs? It depends if they think that if Alessandra is going to be a better help to speak with Barb Lorna or a better help to speak with the Bullywogs. Because I am a guest, I will leave that up to you I thought guys. we were, yeah, I thought we were speaking to Barb Lorna together. The yeah, group we're, two we're is going to go mess with the whole, well. Yeah. yeah, the beginning, yeah. The, 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 like, the split is for, like, one group's going to go talk to the Bullywogs, and one group is going to go and uh, tamper with Barb Lorna's well. Okay. Um, yeah. And then we're going to rendezvous, and then all meet with Bavlorna together um, and do a team with or stab. Without, yeah, exactly. With or without the Bullywugs, uh, like keeping watch and making sure that the Heron gun do not interfere. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. So I will go with Bullywugs. That's what they prefer? Yes. In mm -hmm. that okay. case, we're going to take Whisper with us, uh, Lowry and Clout, uh, because there, there's a larger risk of something going wrong there. Okay. And then Whisper can run off and... Uh, okay. Um, be before we go, I'll need just a hot minute and I'll cast Water Breathing on all of us so it's available for the next 24 hours for everyone. Alright. <clears throat> I don't need it, so just in case. Since well, we I can breathe all into water now, time, I guess so I'll take Clapper Claw with us since you don't need something that needs or doesn't have lungs. Okay. So you're bringing Clapperclaw back into the fold? Yeah. Uh, Pam will scuttle up the stairs and, and uh, open up their, their room and uh, escort uh, 
<laughs> the third iteration of Clapper suit uh, to uh, these stairs. And um, this time it's got the torso still of the little tin soldiers from Thither. Um, and its arms are more resembling of a mixture of like tree branches and tentacles, um, and they come to pointed tips, uh, which can peel back kind of like banana peels in order to extend uh, little like bony hands uh, that look like they were taken from some sort of like marsupial or raccoon sized thingy with thummies. Um, and then uh, it looks like there's still a spot up top where there is a void, a strange like filmy membrane um, and popping out of it, uh, which uh, uh, is a pair of like antlers that slowly like stretch outward and the skull uh, that Alessandra gave Pamperdam slowly like forms back into two as it looks like it was split and set to slide over each other. It would open up, snap together and be a big mechanical tentacle tin soldier with uh, a new deer head uh, piloted by Clapperclaw. Okay. And yeah, as uh, you are bringing Clapperclaw down these uh, this staircase, Alessandra, you see this mechanical horror that has been constructed by Pamferdam that just goes, I love my new body. <laughs> And you just see, tentacle yeah, arms. just like, <laughs> again, like this absolute monster of a thing with this voice emanating from it. What a beautiful creature. Doesn't he make the best thing? You do. Sorry, babe. Yeah, uh, so this, this is a little bit more durable than the last one. And I managed to, to fit the bag of holding into the neck hole of the armor, so... If Clapper Claw wants, they can just crack their skull and slide back in. Um, and then we can still use it as storage as well. I don't want to break this skull. It's beautiful. No, remember, just when you put your jaw to the right and squeeze your head, and they'll, your brain's gonna, your skull's going to slide back together again. Okay. What a Alessandra. wonderful creation. Alessandra, Clapper Claw, Clapper Claw, Alessandra. Hello! And like they're like waving with this tentacle like hand. Hi. You're quite the engineer, Pamperdam. Yeah, I uh yeah, I'm pretty good at it, I guess. Um They're so the best! Like this is the this is the greatest body I've ever had. Do you still have the bird that was kind of oozing? What that was? Oh, yeah, no, I had to, that's the skin that I used to make the bag of holding. Oh, rats. Mm. That was really cool. Yeah, that one was nice. Uh, and then we, I, I found out we had Whisper, so that one was uh, mm. redundant. I like Clapper. What, what was their name again? Clapper Claw. Clapper Claw. Wow. Yeah, when they found, when we found them, they were, uh, like a scarecrow with a gourd head and kind of crabby hands. Uh, I mean, we've well, cycled through a few bodies since we've gotten them. Trying to make something more durable and permanent. Um, I have a schematic for a nimble ray that Lice gave me, but that's going to require a lot more materials than I can find here. Well, 
Your inventions are fantastic. Look how much joy has brought Clapper Claw. Clapper Claw. The last body I had, I was able to fly around for a bit, but then I got caught up in the rafters and I couldn't get down. And you see that he sort of like shakes back and forth. But oh, there's like no. a there's like a rattling that comes from the chest. And you think that this is like an old uh not like an old defense mechanism of clapper claws, but like an old mannerism of theirs that when they would get excited or scared that they would rattle. Hopefully that doesn't happen again. Oh, it shouldn't. I don't know if I can fly in this body. Probably figure out some type of elevation, but that's going to take me some time and probably some more levels. What if we just tie a bunch of balloons to them? <gasps> it would be like I was I was propelled by swamp gas. Do we still have the balloon? No, that no, got that stolen. Was stolen. I have sheep's stomach somewhere in the house. <laughs> Probably inflate that. Yeah, that's something we can look into in the future. <clears throat> now, Clapper, uh, so remember when we go to places where it's like too scary or we're going to have to get into a fight? Uh huh. You just pop your head back into the hole. You don't have to worry about it. The body's going to run itself and, and protect you. But I want to help protect you, Paffordan. You've done such wonderful things to help me. Yeah, but, I mean, like, we are fighting. We're, we're dealing with the hags, you know, the people that did all this stuff for you. And I know we managed to keep you away from Scabatha, but we're still going to have to hang uh, out with the rest of the sisters. <laughs> okay. I are trust you your judgment. Are you afraid of hags, Papa? Well, I want to keep saying clapper trap. <laughs> I, I too also avoid clap trap. Clapping. Yeah. I'm not afraid of hags. I'm not afraid of lots of things. But but Scabitha, oh, she put me inside of this mechanical body originally. But then I was very brave and I ran away. How brave of you, Clappy. Mm-hmm. I like that. Alright. Um, so are we taking the house to it or should we uh, get out and start walking? Stretch your legs. Yeah. Clapperclaw uh, will go up next to you, Pamferdam, because they are taller and have a little bit wider stride. So you're able to, I'm assuming you've built like a little like perch on their back. So that way you can, uh, like, hop on and be carried without too much worry. Uh, and if you'd all like, you can start heading off towards the downfall. And the overall journey of how long it will take would be roughly about an hour and a half uh, to make it through this kind of, like, murky water from where the inn at the end of the road was to this place. But... You are able to get to the opening, uh, this general entryways river. Uh, so the goal is that some of you are going to be swimming into the lake underneath 
messing around uh, with the water intake valve. Others are going to be going to Bavlornas, or not Bavlornas, to speak to the Bullywooks. So let us con uh, let's start with the individuals who are going to be going to speak with the Bullywooks. So you're able, you see that the, the burnt out factory, uh, the balloon factory that you had passed by previously, uh, seems like it is in uh, a lot better shape now that the animated coals that had sort of been bouncing around have been taken care of. It's, uh, I wouldn't say that it is repaired perfectly. You can definitely tell that like where there was a hole, uh, rather than like fixing the hole with like proper siding, they've really only had time to like slap a couple two by fours on top of it. And like the patchwork is there. Uh, but all things considered, they have not been able to effectively uh, take care of this. But as you kind of get closer uh, to the... Uh, bah, 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 to the um, gazebo, this grand gazebo where you had witnessed the meat kill uh, of King Gullop the 19th, uh, you can see that, like, the, the bullywugs are, they seem chipper, they seem cheery, uh, passing by this bridge with all of these bullywug heads, you can see that King Gullop's head has been added onto a spike, uh, to join the rest of the bullywug leaders, and he notices you guys, and you can see that there is, like, like, he's, like, if he could point... He would, he would call you guys out, but the rest of the Bullywug heads seem to just, uh, like, they, they're excited that, that you've, that they've seen you a second time. They were shocked. They were surprised. But here you are. And gazing upon them, uh, you do not see, uh, your, uh, your dear companion. Um, let me see. Uh, are we talking about Illig? Yes, Illig. Uh, you do not see Illig's head upon the spikes. And upon entering into the gazebo, you can see that, like, it's kind of the same way that Gullips was laid out. Like, they're just, like, these bullywugs sort of lounging, eating uh, a variety of bugs uh, and fruits and things, sipping on the most delicious of wines, and uh, sitting upon this large recliner uh, with what looks to be kind of like a weathered red velvet uh, that has been sat upon by countless of these other bullywug kings, uh, rests King Illig. Uh, and as he arrives, or as you all arrive, he sort of waves and just, My fellow Bullywugs, we are visited once again by the Barons of Muckstump. Hello, dear companions. It seems you are without, but you have gained a new friend along the way. Congratulations, I might add. A, a very fine how do you do. And uh, they like rate. Uh, they uh, give you a little tip of this sort of uh, kingly hat that they wear, Alessandra, as you are in this uh, disguise. Um, I I think for this she would have taken off of the disguise. Okay. Since she's uh, looking at at her peers of who she will be ruling over, hopefully at some point in the yeah. future. They will give you uh, a nice rise and fall with their hat. They give a little head nod and a little bow. Uh, what brings you all here today on this wonderful muggy afternoon? 
May I offer you something to drink? Uh, a nice wine? Some sippable honeys? Can I offer I am... any any food? Any any uh any we got fish, we got uh reeds, some bean sprouts might be more up your alley. You are quite uh... lovely. Oh well thank you. I have been king now for go almost a ten day, and well, I would like to admit things have never been better. Isn't that right? And like all of the people in this court are like, oh yes, no, like this is the best king that we've had in the last long while, yes. You can make inside an insight check. check. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> insight check. Anyone who would like to can make an insight Natural check. Natural 20. 12. A 12. Ew. So with a 12, uh, it's okay. You know, like, it, it does seem like uh, spirits are, are generally high. Uh, Pam, what'd you get? Pam didn't. Uh, oh. uh, Pam, Pam is didn't. Uh, currently allowing the two charismatic members of the trio to Gotcha. Uh, whereas, Alessandra, with your 20, ah, oh, man, this guy's got maybe, like, 15 days left. Like, at most two weeks worth of time, and then they'll probably have a new ruler just yeah it's not it's not about yeah yeah it's it's not that he's a bad ruler necessarily but you're just guessing that like there's such a high rate of turnover here that the bullywugs are more just like oh but he is he really the king that we're looking for and they're already kind of like weighing their options like oh but what if we killed him who would like maybe it could be better How unfortunate. But yeah, as as far as Illig knows, it has never been better than under No, she's whispering so only herself and the party can hear this. Um, To what do I owe this fine visit? My lord Illig, I request that we meet privately on a very important matter. Privately, you say? Well... Normally, under any other circumstance, I would uh, prefer to be out in the open with all of my fellow individuals, seeing as how there's, uh, you are aware of the rate of turnover here and downfall. However, you all help me so much. You are all part of the Baronies. Follow me. Let's walk and talk. Is, oh lord, what's her name? Frog Knights. Lady, um, my M name. Murgot. Murgot, is she here as well? Why, well, yes, she is. I request that she be here for this meeting. Well, that's fantastic, as she is actually going to be where we would be heading as well. Hmm. See, I was planning on taking you to the Sinking Palace, you know, my royal chamber. Not many outsiders get to view the Sinking Palace, my friend. Well, lead the way, sire. <clears throat> Wasn't that the same room where the arena was? Or the prison or whatever? Uh, no, the prison was adjacent to uh, the Sinking Palace, though. It was very close. 
the next door over. Yeah, it was the next <laughs> building over, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that sounds an awful lot like something that someone would say if they were trying to convince you that they weren't about you to throw you to the lions. Follow like, me no, to no, my no. not dungeon. Yeah, that's the, ne that's the next one over. <laughs> I have Wi-Fi and candy. <laughs> Ooh, Wi-Fi. Uh, so yes, he will lead you over. Uh, and you can see that there is the the stretch of of road that goes up to where you remember uh being put in uh as far as the uh as far as the holding cells but he wraps around and you can see kind of built into this large tree uh with its bottom half with this tree sort of like sinking partially into the swamp uh that there's a very nice uh, well-maintained, it is not fancy, but it is maintained door, uh, that then Illig, uh, uh, opens up, and inside you can see, or, like, out in front we'll say that Murgot is training, uh, the next generation of Bullywug soldiers, and, and, uh, Illig will call out for them, and, uh, will meet you here, uh, in... The Sinking Palace. And as uh, your group is ushered in, Illic and Murgot uh, follow in as well. You know, now that Illic has uh, what he believes to be a proper form of defense in case anything were to happen to him. Uh, that is where we will switch over to Clout and Lowry. The two of you are going to be swimming, going to fuck with some piping. Uh, so... Group splits, are you just, like, diving right into the river? Are you going to try and find an area around Downfall that you feel is, like, the best way to get in? What is the, what is the goal here? Other than to fuck with the pipes. Well, um, I imagine Vice is probably the one who knows exactly where that was. So, uh, prior to swimming, swimming down here... Uh, Clout would have had Vice describe exactly where to go. Okay, yeah, and it's basically in the center of Downfall is Bavlorna's Cottage, which seems to rise up out of the middle of the lake like some kind of strange reed or uh, other kind of like swamp grass uh, almost. But that is where its generalized location is, and it's relatively easy to follow uh, and know where it is because even though it is surrounded by this heavy fog, uh, there are four different chains from buildings that actually connect to Bavlorna's cottage. So if you just follow along the chains, uh, at least from the, wa uh, the way of the waterside, you are able to reach uh, Bavlorna's cottage as a whole. All right. Okay. As the two of yeah. you are swimming out, I would like for okay. you both to make perception checks. Oh, fuck. We both rolled 16. We did both roll 16. Okay, sounds good. Alrighty. Oh shit, weren't there like quippers in the water? Oh yeah, like the little angry piranhas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't go for the bullywogs, but they go for anybody else. Well, I figured that like Lowry could turn into a shark or something and they'd be able to hold them off. Oh yeah, yeah, that could work too. All right, so Clout and Lowry, as the two of you are swimming in the water, making your way to Bavlo uh, the base of Bavlorna's Cottage, 
the water breathing as a spell allows you to breathe in water. That is good. The quality of water that you are breathing in is bad. It is like being in, uh, if you've ever been in, like, a smog-level city where, like, it is just, like, you go out and, like, you can taste industry in heavy quotes. That is kind of the vibe that you are getting swimming through this water. It is not a good time. I, like, you feel like you needed to take a shower just looking at this situation, but now that you have found yourself in it, eh, eh. As the two of you are swimming, you both notice that there are, from sort of the edges of your vision, these two large shadows that just seem to quickly move through the water. Large? Large. And they do not look like they are large in a bullywug sense, where they're more like puck-shaped with little froggy legs. These look like large fishtails that you can just see through the glimpses. Uh, Clout's gonna cast message, uh, and say to Lowry, Did you see that? Can I respond with message? Yes. Yeah, what, uh, what was that? I was hoping you would know. Nope, it, uh, that was bigger than a... Trout. Um, I could turn into a crocodile if you want. Have you got anything that can make you invisible? Clout does I a 22 turn... hit your armor class. <laughs> yes, it does. So through this murky water, you feel a sharp pain in your side as a harpoon goes Holy through shit. the side like through the side of your abdomen and i would like for you to make a strength saving throw please or actually it is just a strength contest so you will have to beat a 19 in strength so i'm rolling just a flat strength flat strength check. okay 21 21 okay so, you feel this harpoon being pulled back, and as you look up and see the path that leads where this harpoon is, 20 feet away, you see the bottom half is a large fish, and in the top is what looks like an angry, pissed-off catfish with these bulging biceps that seems to be trying to reel you in. And you look over, and you can see that there is another one of these pissed-off catfish, also with a harpoon made of what looks to be bone. Clout and Lowry, I need you both to make, uh, uh what's the word? Initiative. Initiative. Please. <laughs> Yo, get on my lake. <laughs> Yo, yeah! <laughs> Natural one. Okay. Number two. I got a 22. <laughs> I just got this weird feeling that I probably went on the wrong team. Yeah, no, I, I also get that feeling, too. As soon as we started swimming in the water, I was all like, wait a second. This is Clout and Lowry. These are the most damselable people in this group. Wait a second, we're both Daphne. That's <laughs> just a big <laughs> smile on Alessandra's face that you can't see. <laughs> It'll be fun, I trust them. All right, so, uh, Lowry, what'd you get for a total of? Two. Two. Clout, what'd you get? 22. 22. Okay, so, Clout, you have just been gotted with this, uh, with this here harpoon. 
Uh, so we are going to the top of the initiative order, Clout. You have this harpoon jutted in you, and you are uh, being attempted to be uh, pulled back by this big old pissed off catfish. Hmm. Fuck. All right. Uh, we are in water. You are in how water. How far are the, the the catfish be from me? Uh, they are both relatively like twenty feet away. So they aren't too far. Like you could get to them with a swim speed if you currently have a swim speed. Okay. Um, it's here's some here's some D and D bullshit. Okay. Can I possibly grab the like the 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 rope of the harpoon that he's holding onto and try to yank him in? Uh yes, that would be uh that would be considered a pull action. I would allow that. All right. I. I'm gonna roll athletics for it? Okay, so this would just be a strength contest if you're using the same weapon that they are. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm proficient in improvised weapons. Okay, yeah, I will say that you can add your proficiency bonus to this. So oh you boy, need to oh roll boy. higher than a 7. Well, I got a 13. Okay. Yeah, so it seems like uh, uh, my phone or my he headphones just died on me. Give me a sec. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Yeah, so it <laughs> seems like uh, when they throw the harpoon, they'll usually like wrap uh, wrap the chain or cord around their arm to give them an easier time pulling. And this has been detrimental uh, to their overall pull as you are able to then like with this harpoon still in your abdomen, just no, you get here. Uh, as this marrow, like, is forcibly pulled through this murky water towards you. Alright. I, I do that. Okay. Um, do I take damage from having been stabbed? Oh, yes. Thank you for I reminding me. I probably should. Clout, you would have taken 15 points of piercing damage. Oh. Okay. I'm okay. So. Pull him towards me. Uh, I guess that's an action. Yes. Uh, let's see if I got anything I can do for my bonus. And they have been pulled 20 feet towards you as per the weapon. So they are right up on you. Yes. Um, since when do I have shillelagh? Oh, yeah, because of the Foklukin band or... Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, when did I get that? Crazy. Oh. That is a bonus action, isn't it? Sure do. I'm going to use bonus, my bonus action to cast Shillelagh. Okay. Uh, and as he does so, he brandishes the Folk Lucan Bandor, just literally pulls, the, pulls it up by the neck, and it starts to glow. Incredible. Okay, so you got a big ol' hitting weapon. Uh, you've pulled this thing 20 feet closer to you, so it is directly on you. Uh, do you have an, any... Is So that was action, bonus action, anything else on your end? That's it. Okay, sounds good. Now that it is directly on you, it is going to go uh, and try and do a bite towards you. Uh, so does a 14 hit? It does. Okay. So a 14, that is going to be for a total of six points of piercing damage. And then seeing as that harpoon is still stuck in you, 
they are going to actually rip it back out. Uh, so that way they have access to it once again, and they are going to try and harpoon you once more, this time just directly on you. However, that is a 10 to hit. That's going to be not a hit. A little bit of your blood like goes into their nose and you can see their eyes just go wide as they're like, ha! Like they're like, like you just like basically gave them a, a little taste, a little sippy of something. And they're like, ah, it's like when you see a cat around catnip, like they are just like shaking like, oh, this is the good shit. It's not Bullywug. Uh, and they are very excited. Uh, likewise, the other Marrow, uh, who is also excited, is going before Lowry. Lowry, they are going to try and throw their harpoon towards you. Uh, Lowry, does a 14 hit? Wait, cutting words. I'm gonna reduce that by my bardic inspiration, which okay. is a number. Sorry, it's been a while since I've been in combat. Yep, yep. Much less been in combat where all of this shit was relevant. Uh, my Bardic Inspiration is a D8 now, so I'm going to go ahead and roll that for you. Okay. Uh, hit the button. Four. Reduce it by four. Okay, so that now. would be a ten. So, Larry, does a ten hit you? It does not. Okay, so their harpoon goes wide, and you can see it just sort of shoots out and then begins to fall. Uh, and they are then going to swim up towards you, uh, and they are going to try and just bite out at you. Does a 18 hit? Me, yes. Okay. So, Lowry, you are going to be taking a total of 11 points of piercing damage. Okay. Okay, Lowry, it is now your turn. And you have a marrow directly in front of you. You look over, Clout has a marrow in front of them, and they are just like... Like, mouth open. If they were above water, they'd probably be frothing at the fact that they just got, like, fresh blood in their maw. And these two pissed-off, muscly catfish are right here, rip-roaring and ready to go. Okay, and one of them's right in my face? One of them is directly in your face. Cool. Uh, bonus action hex. Uh, and I'm going to apply disadvantage to... Uh, let's see, disadvantage on ability checks. The chosen ability, so... Uh, disability on ability checks using strength. Okay. Uh, and then as my action, I'm going to turn into a crocodile. Hell yeah. And that'll be it. Sounds good. So they got a crocodile and a clout that they are dealing with. Clout at the top of the initiative order is you. Okay. Hello, my name is Clout and... Fuck, 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 fuck. Uh, I'm gonna whack him with my, uh... I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna whack him with my folk Luke and Bandor. Okay. Uh, 14 to hit. 14 to hit. Let me just check real quick. That is enough. Roll for damage. Woo! Uh, that's gonna be 8 bludgeoning damage. Okay. It will take that 8. And you see that wow. that sort of like rocks them a little bit like, oh, in a way, thank you. I was now I was beside myself. Now I can go back to attacking you. Um, as a bonus action, I'm going to cast healing word uh, on myself. OK. Because I need some of that there juice. Get that sippy back. Yeah. Um, healing nine hit points. 
that's it for me. Okay. It is now the Marrow's turn, and the Marrow is going to try and harpoon you again. That is for a 20 to hit. Yep. Okay. So then that is going to be for 11 points of piercing damage. All right. And then they're going to try and bite you. And with their bite, that is a 19. Yep, that'll hit. And that is for max damage, 12. Okay. Uh, I am in single digits, Lowry. And Clout, as you are in single digits, you look up and you can see what looks like five more shadows that are swimming in your direction. Fucking hell. <laughs> Lowry. Or uh, then it is the second Marrow's turn. Uh, they now have a crocodile in front of them. In their mind, this is the greatest delicacy. What was once man is now crocodile, and I will devour both of them. Uh, and they are going to try and harpoon you. That is for a 22 to hit. That hits. For 10 points of piercing damage. Okay. And then they are going to try and bite out at you for a 17 to hit. That hits. I'm good at, cut uh, I'm good at cutting words that. Okay. So a 17 to a... Reduce it by 6. Hell yeah. So an 11. Does it... <laughs> it is one point under the Ooh. crocodile's AC. <laughs> Bard! Okay. So, uh, yeah, Clout, I'm assuming that it is just, like, a bunch of underwater swears. You can breathe underwater, but it doesn't make it sound any better. As you're just so like, much, so many bubbles and blood just everywhere. Uh, and they are unable to get towards you. Lowry, in a crocodile form, as you see that Clout is, like, he's been speared multiple times, he's been bitten, you've been stabbed, you've been bitten, and then you look over in the direction that Clout had kind of, like, made a look to, and you can see these five shadows that are coming towards you, and you can see that they are bullywugs. And they have these, like, pissed looks on their faces as they have spears, and they are just starting to throw spears in the direction of the marrow. And the marrow, you can tell, are immediately like, ah, oh, damn it! Like, they are just, like, they had their meal, it was right there in their hands, and now they probably won't get an option for it. So you have one more chance to attack them before the Bullywugs are here to chase away the marrow. Uh, yeah, Lowry's gonna make a bite attack against the one that's trying to harpoon her. Okay. Does a 16 hit? A 16 does hit. Cool. That'll be 12 points piercing damage, and okay. the target is grappled. Okay. Okay. Um, num num. Just doing that, like, alligator death roll. Okay, so Clout, you have seen that these are indeed bullywugs that have appeared. They have spears. They are throwing them. Lowry, as a crocodile, wearing this, like, small little mushroom hat on top, has just bitten into one and is, like, again, doing the washing machine roll with this large marrow in their jaws. Um, I've been stabbed. Is it connected to me? Not currently. 
Not currently. All right. Um, He's got a lot of fresh wounds. Do these guys look like they're going to make a run for it? They do look like they are wanting to make a run for it. I'll give him a kick in the pants out the door just to encourage him and let him know that that's the right decision. Um, I whack him. 14 with a shillelagh. 14 hits. All right. Uh, 11 Folklucan damage. Okay. Yeah, you can tell that they are like, they're a little rocked at this point. They were not expecting to get hit like this uh, or expecting the Bullywugs to show up in your defense. Uh, bonus action, I'll go ahead and pineapple. Once again. Okay. Sounds good. So then it is the Marrow's turn, and they are going to disengage from you, Clout, and attempt to swim away. And they make it a pretty decent ways away. Next up is the other Marrow, who is currently being grappled by Lowry. Uh, and they are... I think that they are going to try and, like, grab at the alligator chompy bits and, like, try and rend the mouth open and fight the grapple as best they can. If they're doing strength, they have it at disadvantage because of that hex. Ah. Oh, and I forgot to put my hex damage on that. Add your hex. Uh, that'll be three points hex damage. Okay, three points hex damage. So because they had disadvantage on the hex, they were unable to meet the strength save, having gone from a modified 21 all the way down to a seven because of that hex. Uh, disadvantage being a great thing. So they are trying and Lowry, you and Clout just watch as spear after spear after spear is just going into these marrow as they both end up like ceasing in their moving. The one that was swimming away, spear, 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 begins to just sort of like sink a little bit. The one in your mouth that has been just classrooms trying to get out spear spear and you see that like as that extra hex damage takes hold their arms just get loose trying to hold into your teethies and then they just become a weird heavy body in your large alligator mouth Blech. and you see that the bullywugs sort of like swim up and they they look at the two of you and like motion to surface Lowry will swim up next to Clout so that he can hold on if needed. Yeah, he'll put an arm around her. He's not proud. Okay, yeah. So as the two of you go to the surface with these five bullywugs uh, that will reach the surface at the same time, that is where we're going to go into our break for the evening. So we're going to try and be back in five to ten minutes. Don't go no place unless it's to grab a food, grab a drink, grab a friend, or possibly go to indooradventure.redbubble.com. Pick yourself up something nice, and we'll see you guys shortly. All right, everybody. See you soon! And we're back! Hey, Simon! I need uh, some help taking some notes. Oh, dude, no. So, first, what you gotta do is that you gotta take, like, for me, I got I got post-its. I got post-its for days. I got, like, loose stickers that I was using for my Gundam models. I got all sorts of do shit just, like, lying have, uh, around a... my desk. 
Do you have a specific piece of paper that says that you went four and zero oh in something? Uh, no. I I instead have a piece of paper that says that I went zero oh and four, and then there was a bunch of angry scribbles, and I wrote, "Why are you like this? You need to stop dropping. Their deck isn't better than yours." Uh, and it, as much as I like to try, I just can't seem to get around that. But like, I need a lot of extra paper. I see now on the CC it said that uh, their dick is better than mine, and that's wrong. <laughs> it was deck. Uh, uh, you know, a solid 60, uh, sometimes 61 if I'm feeling a little spicy. But where am I going to put all these notes, RJ? Like, I, I don't, I rightfully don't know where. Hmm. Sarah, do you have any recommendations? Well, for the uh, unbridled anger about someone else's deck... Uh, I'd say that needs to be handled with therapists. But for a notebook, you can go to therookandtheraven.com and use the code HYPEGOBLIN for 15% off your order. Now, yeah. rookandtheraven.com. HYPEGOBLIN. It's a great code. It's a great time. I love my journal that I got from them. Mm -hmm. Super customizable. They're hella pretty. Very Heck pretty. Yeah. And they got rotating covers. So if you see a cover that you like that either myself or Sarah ended up having... That's too damn bad! You missed out on your opportunity, you buffo! So why don't you- I don't know if that's a phrase that's being used. It is now! Uh, just I go. believe it's pronounced You tiny frog, you. <laughs> you, you, can also, you can also- if you want- if you want to get one cover and there's another cover you like, you can get one with the right hand and one with the left hand and then you can have like a, a front and back situation with different art if you want the leather. You can start out with this, and then you can upgrade later to the leather binder that goes over is everything that, that you already binder? have. Let me yeah. tell you something yeah, there's, about there's RJ. A leather You'll cover. always take the leather option. God damn! Happy Father's Day, everybody! Happy Father's Day, everybody! Happy All right, Daddy Appreciation Day. <laughs> so, back to our game. Clout. You and Lowry ended up just getting uh, hit on by a bunch of marrow while you were trying to do a covert operation, only to be rescued by about five bullywugs in total. Uh, while that's, this was happening... That's not how I remember it. <laughs> while that was happening, Pam, Alessandra, Vice, and Whisper were all hanging out with King Illig and Murgot. So... Upon arriving into Murgot's room, the or uh, the, his throne room, and you can see that, like, where is at the gazebo? It was a very nice, like, red lounging couch. This is an ostentatious and floral throne that he seems to, like, sit in. And you're not sure if he's, like, just shifting a lot in his seat, or maybe he doesn't really sit in this throne all that often, prefers the lounging chair, or this was, like... Uh, a specially created throne for a king long since passed, and his ass just does not fit in the corrected grooves. Like, when you sit in somebody else's spot on a couch, how it kind of just, like, it feels wrong. feels like it's not, it's not the same as what you're used to, but, like, Illig is, like, constantly trying to, like, get the right positioning on this chair, and eventually settles with, like, one hand... One arm kind of around the back, and, like, his spine does not look like it's having a good time while he sits. But he he still references you and addresses you, nonetheless, of just... So, 
what can I, you know what, I'm just going to stand if that's all right. Uh, what can I, I do for you? It seems that you all wanted to meet in a more private location. I hope this is private enough for y'all. This is my special chamber. And what a glorious chamber it is, my lord. Um, I've been in many special chambers. This is all right. Play your cards right and I might let you into my chamber of secrets. There, I said it. That's assuming I want to get in. You know what? That's fair. She's got you pegged on that one. Yes, I've she can. I've got many people pegged. <laughs> this is what happens when Cloud's not here to police the language. Um, and you see Murgot just, like, has this, like, as a frog, a grim, like, ugh. Like, you could think that a frog could frown wider. <laughs> Murgot is doing just that. I'm very sorry to bring this news to you so soon to the start date, my lord, but... Is there going to be another revolution? Of sorts. Who is it? Who's the one behind? I'll cut them right out. Like a bad wart. We are currently undergoing an operation to depose of the hag that rules this realm. So not me, then? No, you're fine. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I don't care, then. Days. I'm sorry, what was that? Nothing. Don't worry about it. Okay. Um, we just request, uh, my lord, if there are any fighters willing to back us up, if they were to run interference on the Herringons. And he steeples his fingers, presses them against his mouth. So what you're trying to tell me is that you want me to rise up against the lady who has allowed our kingdom to exist in such a fashion for generations? I'm asking you not to participate, but to be an active third party to stop any help from coming in um, with the deposing of this hag. We are going to install someone much more amenable to your kingdom. And would that someone's name be Illig? No, would it be me? Hello. Oh, well, that's not as fun as what I'd been initially thinking when you mentioned all of this, but... Well, I... No, 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 hold on. You came to me and you asked me a question. Is, am I willing to do this? Which... I will entertain the idea that I can assist you as a abating third party and uh, a proving a, a wall, a distraction of sorts against the Harrigan that come and do their regular trade here. Is that what I'm hearing you want me to do? Just trying to make it as clear as possible. Uh, correct, <laughs> sir. In which case, I have a very fine question to ask. A very specific piece of information that y'all seem to be lacking in sorts. What does Illy get out of all this? You gave me a new ruler. We get new rulers all the time here in Downfall. Whether it's one hag, a different hag, whether it's, you know, three bullywugs in a trench coat pretending to be a hag. It's all the same 
to me. But what I need to know directly, what do I and my people get out of this in an immediacy, not promises, not petty words, immediacy. Vice looks over to Alessandra. To me. Tell me, like, what is it that you desire? Why, what I desire, I already have, miss. And I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name, and that's awful rude of me. I'm King Illig, former Baron of Muck Stump. My name is Alessandra the Hag. It's a pleasure to meet you, Alessandra the Hag. Now, you ask what I want. I will tell you rightly such. I want security. Like I said, I am already king of downfall. And I would like to remain king of downfall. There's a a little bit of a turnover rate here. I don't know if you are entirely aware of that sort of thing. And by the response of your subjects, I say you have about 15 days before they overturn another king. They got 15 days to try at Miss Alessandra, but they forget who led them and who taught them everything they know. Murgot. Interesting. And Murgot's like... <sighs> and you, Murgot, whose side do you take? The peoples? Or the monarchs? And Murgot... You can see being put in a position of, who do you take, the people or the king? In direct, like, in the same room as the king. Mm-hmm. She says, my loyalty lies to downfall. Regardless of who is in command, regardless of what the people wish. I wish for the betterment. In the existence of my people. That's a fine answer, America. That's a mighty fine answer indeed. I respect that. Now you see... Oh, yes, Vice, go ahead. Sorry, um, Lady Murgard. Uh, what is the popular opinion of you? The popular opinion of me... <laughs> is unpopular, to say the least. Mm. I was a traitor who then was redeemed, but the people still see me as a loose cannon, is the phrase. They think I have an itchy crossbow bolt finger. I've never even held the crossbow. Well, it seems to me... Well, what you two need is to work together. And you might need the help of outsiders as well. You see, with the rapid turnover right here, how can you find good quality change if you don't give it enough time to flourish? Now, that's what I've been trying to say as well, Lady Alessandra, is that why do you think I became the King of Downfall? 
It wasn't just so that way I could have the title. I have all the titles I could possibly want. I was a baron of Muckstump. I don't know if you've ever been there. But I was its leader. De facto. Until all of this rolled out. Now. What I'm thinking. Is that you said that you want to be the leader of this place. Right. You want to replace Bad Lorna in some such a way. I do. If you overtake Bad Lorna. I would like two things. Mm -hmm. One. I would like an audience or at least access to Jingle Jangle's hoard of keys. Jingle Jangle does not separate with their keys easily, but I would like access to them. Alessandro's got to like lead into vice. Who is this Jingle Jangle? Actually, I have no idea. Who is this Jingle Jangle? Jingle Jangle? Oh, have you not heard? They're a little goblin that's protected by about four awakened trees. They live inside of a hill, but the hill tends to move about the area of Hither. After a curse Bavlona put on them, they started speaking in the third person, referring to themselves only as Jingle Jangle. But they have an obsession with stealing keys. Now, there are weapon caches that we have placed all throughout the different baronies and lands here and hither and jingle jangle has acquired the keys to these caches if we were to communicate with jingle jangle or acquire these keys why we would have a a plethora we would have a a sizable force possibly even to force the herringon out of the brigands tollway and then stake that out as our new center of operations somewhere that is not actively falling into the middle of a swamp as much as i love the swamp don't get me wrong the swamp is my home the swamp is where my people are but you need to expand exactly and what use is an emperor or a king if they are not looking for the best options for their people now again one i would like access to jingle jangle's keys or at least communication with jingle jangle about the usage of their keys Two. I... Oh, continue. Two. What plans do you have for that cottage in the middle of the swamp? Money. I also have plans for the cottage in the middle of the swamp. Again, looking for a better position to possibly rule by. Well, I understand that, but... I give you so much off the bat, how do I know you're not going to try and turn me over? Because if I did, then you'd have, then you'd be worrying about the Harangon. You're not going to worry about the Harangon because you are going to get me in communication with Jingle Jangle and set me up in a nicer place than this. That's the deal. Is that we're trying to work out as, is that correct? That is the deal we are trying to work out, yes. Then I see no problem. Deal solved. Now I do have some plans for that cottage, though I'd be willing to help you look for something better than what you currently have. Make a persuasion check. 
Also, you don't really need to speak with Jingle Jangle unless the caches are magically locked. I can teach some of your more dexterous bullywogs how to lockpick. So how loyal are your people to the throne? Oh, they're very loyal. They are incredibly loyal to the throne. And Murgot, you can see behind him, is just shaking their head. Not really. Uh, 18. 18? (laughs) Okay. Okay, yeah, he's, he's, he's hearing what you're putting down. He's picking it up. I would like the opportunity to work with you further than just give you a cottage, which I do have plans for, unfortunately. But I would like to explore what might become my new realm and give you a more advantageous spot if we are to work together in the future. How about this, Lady Alessandra? You... Mm-hmm. would be taking over the Hag's Cottage. Would you need royal guard? Murgot here is excellent with a sword. We could set you up. You have plans for the cottage? What if another band of adventurers shows up and determines the same thing that you have? Now, we would like to pledge our loyalty to you, but what better way to do that than to give you our bravest blade? Amperdam's going to lead in to Vice. <laughs> if we just drop this one, do you think Margaret would be able to work with us? Considered it. I considered it. Shit, where's my... Sorry, I keep closing my... In the chair. Inside... Inside is charisma? Wisdom. 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 16 for insight. Okay. Uh, so insight. Yeah, he doesn't seem like he is. He doesn't seem like he's necessarily like trying to put one over on you. But you know that if you had guards that were sponsored by the Bullywugs, they would still technically respond to the Bullywugs. Mm-hmm. But he seems to think that putting Murgot in its place would like haha like if anything happens at least i have my my woman on the inside but murgot already is like i'm just trying to do the best for downfall so you think that like he is giving you the most loyal person to the people right now Mm -hmm. Hmm. go ahead Hmm? You were going to say something? Oh, uh, I'm mumbling for now. <laughs> oh, okay. Hmm. And how do you feel about this, Murgot? And Murgot, you can see, is just like... There's a deep sigh. And she looks at your group. She makes eye contact with you, Vice. She looks over at you, Pam. Do you give her any inclination as to what you've been pantomiming to each other for the last little bit? Uh, Pam will make uh, a a uh, tilted gesture with their head, trying to convey that um, they would like to make a move and need some support. 
Vice probably has moved his coat to the side to reveal the rapier hilt, and he has a palm just set on it. All right. Claw is just waddling towards the door with their bulky body. To, like, shut it ever so. Uh, The door is shut, thankfully. So, uh, yeah, Pam, uh, if you or Vice would like to make a persuasion check with advantage, depending on which one of you would like to uh, be the one to start instigating this, Murgot does seem amenable to this. I got plus five. Where are you at? Plus seven. Okay, take point. <laughs> Alessandra's just leaning against her staff. Uh, that is a 25. 25? Okay. Uh, yeah, so... Um, <laughs> again, King Illig is speaking of this. Alessandra, with the insight that you had previously, you gave it 15 days. Right now, you're giving it about 15 seconds. As in a flash, Murgot pulls their blade, and you see raises it with Illig, like, fingers steepled, like, what could possibly go wrong? Blade comes down. Vice, quickly, like, shoulder. Uh, like, she has given the signal. We're not going to roll for initiative on this, because it's going to happen very quickly. But I feel like this all happens in the span of, like, again, 10 seconds. And you just hear Illig. The only crime I ever committed was loving my country too much. And regicide. Stop breathing. <laughs> what a wonderful surprise. And Murgot like looks at the looks at your group and just nods. Thank you. Yeah, that was oh, by the way, walks over, hands her a pouch. Uh Lowry sends her gods their mole for your indigestion. A blessing. To oh, your majesty, would you like to further this conversation? I am no majesty. And you see that they, like, have started eating the mint. I was for the people. For the individuals of downfall, first and foremost. I will be a leader. There will be no more kings, no queens. We will decide things democratically after I make a few changes and alterations. The first and foremost, if you need swords, you have them. If the Harangon need blocked, while we cannot vouch for Agden, who we recently saw going to speak with Bavlorna, oh, shit. we will do our you? best within the last set of hours. Whisper, can you go find our friends and tell them danger? <laughs> hey, Pam, you know it's hilarious. What? I can telepathically speak to both Lowry and Cloud. At least we're giving Whisper something to do. Also, bless him, he tries so hard. Sorry, <laughs> you were monologuing about turning this theocracy into a democracy. If that is the words that you use, yes. 
I would recommend on. keeping the throne until this uh, overturn is complete so that we don't have to worry about any insurrections with inside your own people. The fighters of the Bullywug Kingdom respond to me strongly. We will have your back. And if you decide to make this country your own, know that you would you would be wise not to cross the kingdom of downfall mm. this is not a warning this is a statement i Simple like you i will take that statement to heart i have no interest in upsetting your place of residency. If anything, it'd be better for me to see it prosper. To which Murgot extends their hand towards you. Then it She'll is a deal. Extend a hand. Mm -hmm. Shake with a little bullywog hand. And as your hands clasp and shake, Upon the wind, you hear the words reciprocity. The fuck? Whisper left. Yeah. It just seems like as this hag deal is formed. Any whoms. <laughs> Clout. You and Lowry surface from the uh from uh this yucky lake. The wounds that you have suffered from this harpoon. Man, like, you're gonna have to really clean those out later, because this water's fucking fetid. It's not good by any means, and you have a lot- you have several open wounds now. But when you surface, the, uh, the bullywugs that were there, uh, address you and just, uh, with a, a brief, What, what? What do you think you're doing there under the water? It's dangerous down there. The merfolk is hot. Lowry's not turning back from a crocodile, is she? Not yet. She's still got HP to spare. Ah. <sighs> um. We seem to have taken care of them for now, but more will eventually come from the swamp. A dangerous right. place. <laughs> we just, we have a chore or two to do here. Um, thanks. For that help. Yes, of course. That's chores. I got folding laundry. <laughs> Something like that. They just sort of like nod towards you. Are you like are you like trying to like, okay, we can do our thing again and like show them off or <laughs> I I don't know, he's he's like got one arm over a crocodile uh with a mushroom hat and the other arm is just holding a wound in his side. Uh and he's just like trying to think of a way to get these guys to leave. If you need healing, we can take you to our uh, the medics near uh, the Grand Gazebo of King Illig the First. A grandiose king, wonderful man. Uh, truly for the people. Hop 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 hop. Lowry's just there at floating a little bit as the crocodile doing the mouth open. Don't come near my person thing. <laughs> he is mine. The he's. 
Um, so, um, you really like your king, huh? Yes, he's the best king that we've ever had. <laughs> would you... Would you say that you are the most loyal of this subject? Yeah, one of, if not the most loyal, and the other bullywugs that are near, just, yes, yes, Kyle is very loyal. Yes, yes, yes. Kyle? His name's Kyle? Yes. Very noble. Family name. I am Kyle the 17th. <laughs> and he shows you his family crest and it's like a weird star where like half of the star is like black and the other is white. Sorry, when you turned to the side like that, I thought he was going to like show us a tramp stamp. <laughs> it's... It's Kyle's version of one of those. The tramp stamp that says Kyle in plain text. <laughs> <laughs> Comic Sans. Oh, all of these fantastical creatures. And then we meet Kyle. Well, thanks again for saving us. Yes, of course. I remember you. You helped put King Eilig into his position of power. I don't know if you remember me. But I was his loyal follower who tripped on the wine. That, <laughs> that was some pretty masterful work. I, ah, I, yes. Years of acting classes. Remember that. Mm. Yep. And Cloud, as you are as you are thinking this, you hear a whew, as whisper just bops right next to you, and in whispers way of speaking to you. There's been a murder. All right, whisper, lay it on me. The king is dead. Murgot betrayed him. The king is dead. Long live the king. That's some interesting news, whisper. Thanks for sharing. Hey, Kyle, you might want to go home. Ah. Well, that seems a rather brusque way to speak to someone upon the king's uh, requested military. Um, <laughs> well, Whisper just got back from where Illig is and he needs help. Oh! Uh, of, if, of course! Uh, thank you! Uh, we will be right there! Uh, come! My fellow Bullywog Knights! Hop, 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 hop. And like you just hear this hop, 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 as the group swims in the direction of the Grand Gazebo where they last saw the king. Alright, let's get this done as quick as possible. Lowry will start towing injured clout back into the water. Okay, yeah, you guys are able to then swim back down towards the bottom. You don't see any large shadows or vicious looking things making their way. And towards the point where you see where clout had described, there appears to be a, uh, like there's like, you can tell that there is a current of water. There is a, a long uh, like metal tube that ends in a grate. And the grate has the water that is just like being pulled into it. And it's magic? Uh, to some degree, yes. Dispel magic. Okay. So, dispel magic. Uh, make a... You will need to make a roll for this. Okay. What kind? Uh, it would just be, I believe, an intelligence roll for dispel magic. 
Okay. Spell casting modifier, sorry. That one, yes. Thank you. That seems better to me. Uh, yeah, okay, let's do that. Blop, 15. Okay, 15. Yeah, as you hit it, you, under the water, hear this, like, <laughs> like, when you hear, like, an old engine that's, like, starting up and it's making those, like, burpy noises and then it just dies, you see that current just ceases and then you start seeing the displacement of water as water begins to come back into the lake. Go the other way. All right. Uh, he's gonna look to Lowry and give her a thumbs up. Toes cloud away. Okay. Gator style. So you have toed cloud away. Uh, is that a log in the water or is that Lowry Moon? No one will ever know. <laughs> so stealthy. Okay, so yeah, you guys make your way back up to the top. Uh, Alessandra, Pam, Vice, uh, your meeting with Illig went about as well as you would have assumed that your meeting with Illig went. By the time that you were done talking, a new leader has been installed uh, almost de facto into the Bullywug kingdom. Uh, as you uh, have sent uh, Whisper off, are you just like immediately leaving this place? Vice picks up King Illig's head and takes it with him. Are you decapitating this man? I thought we killed yeah, him. Yeah, I figured he was already decapitated. Yeah. I mean, you like I assumed you stabbed him a bunch, but are you sitting there being like, "Well, there's only one way to oh. do it." Okay, so oh. this isn't this isn't no. a Marie Antoinette. This is a No. Cuz I thought Murga got him from the Yeah, just with like, a sword. Was picturing a beheading. Well, I was okay. I was okay. imagining just a clean like You know what? If everyone assumed it was a beheading, we will just call it a beheading. Rule of cool. They're dead. It doesn't matter. We well, it is, a, after all, it. a democracy now. It is a democracy. <laughs> Wait, what's a democracy without the without the head of the of your previous ruler? So we have to mount this outside, right? Yeah, I think so. Tradition mandates it, and I'm gonna stick with Murgot says that she will take care of it. Oh. Also, did we have a planned rendezvous point post these plans? Oh yeah. Um, vice. Uh, puts a finger up to his lips and um, there looks like a how to describe it? It's a rectangular device with a antenna sticking out and he clicks the side. Hey, Lowry, Clout, when you're done there, we should meet back up uh, not by Old Bockless. How about the house by the mushroom field? Across from yeah. Old Barkless. Yeah. Not my favorite meeting point, but I guess we can make it work. We'll yeah. be there healing up. Call healing up? What happened? I'll explain later. I was a crocodile. Metal? No, it was definitely organic. Bless You're you, having Larry a problem now. with metals? Uh, no, I think they were attacked. We should hurry. But you could do this all along? <laughs> Yeah, you never asked. You're a butt. <laughs> it only lasts for the next hour. Bye! Could we hear that too, or was that you You one-waying to them? It's me one-waying to them. It's part of my soul knife abilities. Gotcha, gotcha. <clears throat> I 
Okay. Well, if we need to hurry, we should head to the next location then. Okay, so Clout, you and Lowry are able to quite easily, again, there's no one stopping you from doing this. Uh, you make your way over towards uh, the house nearby Old Barkless. And looking over towards Old Barkless, you can definitely see that that tree still has, like, the jagged Tim Burton mouth. And, like, it's not really paying you too much attention. You're not near enough to it that it's even in its radar. And the the sprites that live inside of the tree, remembering that you killed one of their friends, are also giving you uh, quite the wide breath. Uh, as you make your way uh, into uh, into this house to begin resting. You're there for maybe 10 minutes before the rest of the group ends up meeting you there. Uh, how bad does Clout look? Um, he's at about a quarter health right now. Okay, take back. If you would like, this would also be a good opportunity for short rest. If you would yeah, prefer I'm to save short rest here. That's your a good spell idea. slots. Okay. Never Particularly mind. because bards are good for short rests. Um, Clout we'll will spend... just sort... it die as well. Clout will sort of wince as he sits down uh, on a chair inside the house. Um, he gets out the folk lucan and sort of like tips out all of the water from inside, um, and he maintains it a little bit and he'll uh, play a few chords uh, and he'll do his song of rest. So if you roll a hit die, uh, you gain extra shit. Hold up. <laughs> you, you gain a bardic inspiration roll, I think, or an extra d6. No. If you are any friendly creatures who can hear your performance, regain hit points at the end of a short rest by spending one or more hit dice. Each of those creatures gains an extra d6 of hit points, which is six. Nice. Yeah, I'm back up to full. And Lowry, you can stay as an alligator for like two. Oh, hours she would have dropped it. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, because you get all your things back on a short rest as a druid, or at least the shape, uh, wild shapes, mm -hmm. I believe. Yeah. 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 So the group is reunited. There is news. Hey. Whoa. What happened to you? Did you have fun? Yeah. No. Nothing in that water was fun. It smells like you accomplished your job, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's done. And prestidigitation, lilac, prestidigitation, lilac. Can I smell like oranges? Citronella. Hey. Lowry is just laying on the ground next to Clout, just like full on starfish <laughs> spread out. That's <laughs> Right. Well, we managed to get the uh, Mabulliwug people behind Alessandra's uh, change of command. Yeah. That's very fun. Quite a show, yeah. really. We were attacked by giant catfish with harpoons. Oh, that sounds Ooh. fun. That does sound fun. It didn't feel fun. Well, like, like just like regular animals, or did they look like guards? Like, very muscular. Like, ah, weirdly muscular. I don't know what they're catfish people. I, I don't know that. what their deal was. Did they get away? Well, no. Not really. Not really? The Bullywugs came and backed us up. One of them's gonna be really mad. Okay, so 
But they are then the ones that attacked you, though, are dead then? Yes. Yes. Okay. And Cloud and Lowry, you were told that in several, like, in a selection of hours, possibly a day, more will show up. But generally, there are usually no more than two of these large catfish. The bullywugs try and take care of them as, as quickly as possible. So... If we move quickly, if we need to go back into the water, now would be a good time, but I don't think we will. Right? No, I think we're fine on this end if you've disabled the effects, or the uh, pump. Okay, good. Good. I do not want to go back into that water under any circumstances. Yeah, it looks like sewage down there. It tasted horrible. Oh. We managed to shut down their escape route, so hopefully we won't have to. It sounds like we've set all the dominoes up then. Yep. All right. Diplomacy first. Ooh. All right, then. Okay. Yeah. Vice starts leading everyone. Sounds good. So. Yeah, after you take your short rest, it does not take much longer. Uh, you, unless you are wanting to, uh, like, careen down these chains, the easiest way to get to Bad Lorna's hut is going to be going through the water. Because you do not have a, uh, you did not have access to a boat this time. If you'd like to go around, find a boat again, that would just add more time onto it. But honestly, that's something you'd all be able to do. No real issue. Uh, so, you're able to get to Bavlorna's cottage, you arrive, uh, just a quick knock on the door, mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, with the knock on the door, uh, you hear a quick set of, um, there's like, uh, it's like a, sk a skittering sound that seems to come from inside of the hut. And the door opens, and you can see that there is Bavlorna greeting you. But if Bavlorna was only about a foot tall and like grabbing onto the side of the door and the door handle, and just and like as the door pops open, and you've seen these miniaturized Bavlornas before, uh, you know that these are, uh, she calls them her lornlings. These are, uh, kind of like her miniaturized servants. Hi, we're here to report to Lady Bavlona Blightclaw. <laughs> and, uh, you see them, like, like, like the girl from the ring. They just, like, scuttle down the side of the door onto the floor and then just, like, on all fours, hot elbows high, knees at odd angles, just just I run up the side and just and then you hear, um, it seems you did more than I had asked for, and you hear a plap, 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 plap coming down the staircase of the study as Bavlorna comes into view. I'm just going to pull out and palm their vial of dragon's blood uh, and be at the ready. 
Bab, you still look as awful as ever. Ali? To what do I owe the displeasure? Many things, mostly because I like bothering you. And you see that, like, like she is snarling at you. And she looks at the rest of you. Did you bring what I asked for? Sadly, we were only able to retrieve the paintings. Uh, Vice will start pulling out the canvas out of his bag. The unicorn horn was lost to us while escaping your sister's domicile. You say escape as if I could not tell my coven has been broken. You should have told us that they that we were going to have to deal with an Oni child. And you see that she gets a wicked smile. That was a bit of a surprise. I do not know what spurred young William to attack. But he did so. I assume your sister's death is the outcome of that. Roll a deception check. Okay. It's all half-truths, baby! <laughs> okay. What do I need God, to prepare? I hope she order? has higher than a 30. <laughs> she does not. Uh, she, on her insight, got a 24, though. <laughs> so, good on you for rolling hot. Uh, I'm glad Vice is doing the half-truths. <laughs> And she says, That was not part of the deal. You lost the horn. This is not my problem. I can't remember if we decided to give back her book of bad blood. You promised that we would. has not mentioned it. But yes, that was part of our terms. Okay. Three promises. The portrait of my sister. The unicorn's horn. And my book back. Oh, One of um, these things you have failed to deliver. Actually, a second one is partially delivered. Uh, and Lowry's going to reach into her bag and pull out just the severed pages from the book that uh, Scabatha had ripped out. I found these. I think that's your handwriting. And she snarls again as she walks forward. And you see that she will step into her pool, which you can see the lining. Like normally where there's like a high water mark, the pool is noticeably lower. And she almost does not seem to be paying much attention to it. And the door closes behind your group. And when you look back to hear the shut door, there is a streak of blue 
that accompanies it, and you see that there is a rabbit man, uh, a herringon known as Agden, with one hand on the door. And Bavlorna says, When we agreed, one of the caveats was that if I were not, that if you were not unable to deliver these things to me, that I would be able to eat one of you. Vice looks over at Clout in a glance that Clout would probably know as, I'm about to act up right now. Yeah, uh, as soon as uh, Agden became visible, like, Clout, like, tensed. And uh, there is a look between the two of them. And Bavlorna says, But I am not just eating for myself. I am eating for three. And her lower jaw extends down over a foot long as you see two smaller Bavlornas crawling their way out of her agape mouth. And I'd like for everybody to roll initiative. Wow. All right. I've gotten a shot off on Agden. As part of the initiative Wild order. You're pretty good at you're pretty good at Dex, so is he, so we're just gonna roll it into initiative. Alright. Thirteen for Lowry. Billy, 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 Billy. Eight for Alessandra. Okay. Twenty for Vice. Twenty for Pam. Oops, or two hundred because my O hit twice. And Clout. Ten. Okay. Thank you all. Uh, can we get an initiative for this one? Yes, we can. Thankfully. So. In the room that you are currently in, from what you are able to see, there were the there are the two Lornlings that are making their way out of Bavlorna's mouth. There was also the one that opened the door, and there was yet a fourth one that was tucked into one of the corners of the room. So there are four Lornlings in total, Bavlorna as well as Agden. So that is right there. I'm going to be posting that in our Wild Beyond the Witchlight chat. There you go. And then Satan, I will send you a copy of that as well. Just so that way you can see who's going in front of you, that sort of thing. So at the top of the round is going to be one of the Lornlings that was already there. Uh, and they are going to take a quick little, like, scuttling rush uh, towards... They would want to go towards Vice. As Vice, you had been the one speaking the majority of the half-truths. Uh, and it seems like Bavlorna uh, also finds you the most delicious looking out of the group. So, you know, props on being a snack. Uh, the Lornling is going to... That is a 12... Uh, does a 26 hit? Only just. And a 15? Mm -hmm. Does not hit. Okay. So, let me just check here real quick. Okay. So, they are going to... 
slash you for or like stab out with their little tiny like gremlin-y hands uh for eight total piercing damage got it next up is agden and agden being directly behind your group um let me see. So, Pam, you have been, like, holding on to this, like, dragon's blood vial. Um, yeah. I was going to ask if, uh, since I was doing that in preparations of things getting sticky, since it got sticky, can I have used it? I would say yes. I'd say that's okay. totally fine. Um, let me see. So then visually, as as those things were crawling out of Bevlorna and, and starting to make their appearance, Pam immediately slid stuff on their oh, yeah, and ran it along their dagger. For which sure. Which now has like a frosty appearance. Okay. <clears throat> Dramatic confusion. Sounds good. Yeah, they are going to, as you ignite this, they are going to try and stick you with their branding iron. All right, they will roll with disadvantage because my steel defender is there for interference. Okay, so that is a 13 to hit. No. Okay, sounds good. So seeing as how this is ineffectual, uh, they are going to try and... He's going to try and hit the steel defender. Oh, okay. Seeing as how it is in the way. That's a nine to hit, though. So Agden goes to Brand, Brand, and Clapperclaw just, not this time! And, like, he, like, dodges ah! out of the way. Like, he is loving this new body that he has found himself in. Vice, it is your go at the top of the round. Uh, inside of this room, effectively, you all, like, Ranged attacks, you can hit anybody that is currently in this room. Nobody is going to be oh, outside of your distance. You know for who's this. in melee with some of my friends? Mr. Longscarf himself. Mr. Longscarf. Mr. Professor Colonel Longscarf. Daddy Longscarf. Um, if Agden is near close, <laughs> like within stabbing distance. Oh, yeah. He definitely um, can be. Uh, you will uh, provoke an attack of opportunity from a Lornling to attack him, though. Hmm. Bonus action disengage. Okay. That you can do because of rape. Next to Agden and the gun comes out. It's just a point blank shot that I'm flavoring. A melee attack that I'm flavoring as a point blank shot. Okay. Agden, buddy. This is a natural 20 for a 27 to hit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll do her. Oh, sneak critical sneak okay. attack. Yep. That's... And with and as crits go on this channel, you roll double the dice. I do. And that includes the sneak attack. Uh okay. So eighteen points of psychic damage. Okay. And a whopping eleven points of sneak attack. Agden like takes this and you can see like blood just gushes like from mouth and nose combined. Hi Agden. I said I was going to get you. Oh the fastest thing alive. I thought that was a hedgehog. My name is Agden Longscarf and five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I was struck by a bolt of lightning. <laughs> you wouldn't be far off. <laughs> Okay, so that was Vice's turn. Pam, it is your go. 
It's Pam's go. All right. Um, I'm going to let the Steel Defender go first as Pam is mounted on this thing behind Clapper uh, and is going to have it move through everything and direct itself towards Bevlorna. Okay. And as it gets closer, uh, Pam will leap off with their frosty dagger and try and land uh, a hit in this hag. Okay. Ah! Uh, 24 to hit. That'll do her. All right. Uh, spending a spell slot and sending some additional uh, arcane energy coursing through their blade. Like a little, uh, like they... an artificer smite? Yeah, artificers get smite. Amazing. <laughs> um, so uh, channeling divine energy, as well as the icy energy provided from the dragon's blood. Let's see all the damage I'm going to do. It's all a bunch of like small dice, though. So Hey, stab damage. All right, so five piercing plus okay. four ice or cold. Okay. Plus the smite, which is... Nice. Uh, seven radiant damage, and now she is glowing and cannot turn invisible. Okay. Sounds good. So, Pam, you stab into her, and there are still the two little Bavlornas that are emerging from her gullet. Uh, and they, being directly engaged with you, uh, are going to take their little stabby hands uh, attacks towards you. Stabby Okay, so the first one, a 10 probably doesn't hit you. Nope. Uh, an 11 doesn't hit you. Uh, they're also all rolling with disadvantage because of the adjacency of my defender. That's fine. Another 11 doesn't hit you either. So Protect the first so the first three in Clapper just, Don't hurt new daddy! And like he like <laughs> bashes one of the Lornlings. Uh, and then the second one will try and strike you. So that was an 18 on the first one. And that is uh, with disadvantage. So Clapper's like focusing on one of these Lornlings. Okay. Uh, that is 10 points of piercing damage on the first hit. Ow. Second is a 19 to hit again with disadvantage for another points of 10 uh, piercing. And then a nat 20, but with disadvantage, <gasps> means that it's a 26 to hit <laughs> for eight points of piercing damage. As this little, like, knife hands uh, motherfucker just like, Meah! and like starts clawing out towards you. <laughs> now, what? <laughs> let me see here. At the beginning of Bavlorna's turn... She does not recharge her ability. However, she is going to try and bite out at you, Pam. She will have disadvantage because of the Steel Defender. Because of Clapper Noodles. <laughs> Clapper Noodles. So that is a 19 to hit with disadvantage. Ooh, this disadvantage is really helping me out right now. So that would be for... 12 points of piercing damage. Okay. And okay. you are considered grappled. Okay, well, she's grappling a bleeding out unconscious pamphlet. As her bonus action, true to her word, 
she is going to use her swallow ability. And you just watch as she bites into Pam, rears back, and just... (laughs) And just... In he goes! The swallowed creature is blind and restrained and has total cover against attacks. And you see Clapperclaw pause and just begins, like, (laughs) shaking. Just... No! And he is... Do I damage from being swallowed? Uh, no, as that is part of the attack. But at the start of each of your turns, that is when you will start taking damage. Y'all got one fucking turn. It did, did me turning the camera off change our layout? Anyway. It did not. You're fine okay. on that one. I'm in a tummy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that is Bavlorna's turn. Lowry, you just watched Pam. Ah! Stab, stab! Bunch of little quick uh, Lorne-lingy knife hands, and then Bavlorna just... Oh! She's no longer glowing. That definitely breaks my concentration. <laughs> yeah, he got swallowed. Uh, uh L- Lowry is going to get pissed off uh that Bavlorna and this stupid rabbit are here and she's going to snap her attention to uh what's his name? Bunny boy. Agden Longscarf. She's got a bone to pick with him. Uh so Lowry, you hear from your hat. Show them. Bonus action hex. Uh, disadvantage on ability checks that revolve around decks for Agden Longscarf. Okay. Uh, for her action, she's going to use Wild Shape to activate Symbiotic Entity, and she begins to glow with the same eerie glow from within that everyone saw when they were by the pool and the unicorn had been attacked. And her eyes are just glowing bright white as she's staring down this herring gun. And now the show truly starts. And that'll be her turn. Okay, next up is one of, uh, was the little Lornling uh, that had initially like closed and opened the door. Uh, and it is going to act on uh, on mommy's directive. And it is going to uh, try and scratch out towards Alessandra. So that is a 20 to hit. That does hit. Okay. That... Oh, also, who am I near in the room? You are near... One Lornling and Agden Longscarf currently. Now a second Lornling as well. Okay. So Resolve what you're doing. If that second Lornling just came within 10 feet of me, I have something for it. It did. As it rushed towards Alessandra to do a stabby. And Alessandra, from the stabby, uh, you would take eight points of damage. As it's little knife hand. Just, yeah! But it did arrive within 10 feet. So, Lowry... Okay, then I'm going to spend my reaction, and it is going to take double damage of my Halo of Spores feature. What does that do? Um, so as a reaction, you can deal 1d4 necrotic damage to a creature you can see when it moves into a space within 10 feet of you or starts its turn there. There, If it fails a con saving... Okay, so it has to make a con saving throw, DC 14. Okay. If it fails, it's taking three points of necrotics. Okay, and that got a 12 on con. Cool. Three points of necrotic. Okay. They take three. Uh, And then it's second little knifey hand. Uh, Alessandra, that is a 19 to hit. That does hit. For 10 points of piercing damage. And then a natural 20. Ow. 
It's just, yes! They are going buck wild on these. And then that is going to be for 12 points of piercing damage. It's okay, y'all. It's just our first hag fight with her. So when we fail and try the second time, it's going to be great. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Clout, it is your turn. Similar to what the other party saw. You just watched Pam. Yeah, stab, stab. And then little knife hands just filling him full of holes. Bavlorna, hop. Boy, oh boy. This looks fucking great. Um... Clout's gonna run forward and just try and, like, punch her in the stomach. Okay. Uh, so that's my action. Uh, 12 to hit? A 12 does not hit. Right. Oh, she's got abs. Let me double check something. Uh... Right, okay. I have to hit in order for that to work. That's not a huge deal. Um, I I imagine that like he connects, but it just does nothing. Okay. Um, and like he just sort of like looks up at her like, oh shit. Um, and for his bonus, he's going to activate the Eldritch Claw. Okay. Uh, the makeup burns away and there's a glowing green uh, crow's foot on his face. Sounds good. That's all he's got. Excellent. Alessandra, it is your turn. She's going to look down at the Lordling and just give a little and then look back over at uh, Babs and say, you always did have a disgusting way of doing things. And from her hand, her claws turn like more like jagged and like tough. And you see like this black necrotic power swell around it as she uh, thrusts the hand towards um, Bav. And I need her to make a constitution saving throw. DC 12 is low. 26. That does, but she still takes Half of 8d8 to necrotic damage. Okay. Which will be a total of 21 points of necrotic damage. Half to 10? No, it's 42. Oh, okay. Half to 21. Dang. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, so she just takes it and you can see that like her skin, like where she's been hit with this necrotic energy, like immediately dries up. And yeah. she's like... She goes to, like, lower it to the position where the water used to be, but that water, again, is draining out of the pool from what you guys have set up. And she's just gonna... You can't see it, but there's, like, this look of, like, this feeling of anger coming from Elisa, and it's like, I'm going to teach you what happens when you mess with my haggling. Okay. Next up, Lornling the second. Uh, who initially had rushed up to try and strike out towards Vice. Uh, So they are going to continue to strike out towards you, Vice. That is a 14 to hit. Miss. Miss? Okay. Yeah. Second attack, less than a 14. Third attack, a modified 20. That is a hit. Cutting words. Cutting words. Okay. Uh, Subtract 8. Subtract 8, so that would be a 12. 
Nope. Uh, no, Hitbox? actually, actually subtract four. I meant to say a D8. Okay, Sorry. so that would be 16 in total. That just misses. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Next up is Agden. Agden, whom you have just shot point blank. Uh, and seeing this situation, uh, they are going to strike out at you, uh, Vice, with their branding iron. Uh, but that is a 14 to hit. So they are unable to do so, and they are going to try and strike out again towards you. Uh, for a 23 to hit. Uh, no, actually. Uh, 18, 19, 20, 20, 22. Yeah, that'll still go through. Okay. Sounds good. So you are going to be taking nine points of fire damage as you are magically branded. And as Agden gets you with this magical brand, you watch as he disappears directly in front of you, but you can still feel this brand. For the rest of you, you can all still see Agden, but it would appear as if this branding iron that he has stuck you with is causing him to be obscured from particularly your vision. He is then going to try and get the hell out of Dodge. He's going to uh, run around the side. Normally, he would provoke an attack of opportunity from you, but Lowry, uh, you are directly on him as well, if you would like to have anything to say about that. Take the shot! <laughs> Wouldn't it still provoke, but at disadvantage? Um, yes. Because he I'll, isn't I'll just flailing in the air. Just... I'll look at the exact ruling on that, but I'm pretty sure that invisibility is just disadvantage on everything. Or on attack. I'll take your word for it on this one. I would like to... Can I try and hit with my quarterstaff? Yes, you can. Okay, that's a seven to hit. It's not going to hit. <laughs> seven does not hit. It's a swing um, and a miss. Oh, that you can see. You were right. That you can see? Okay. I yeah. was wrong. So Agden quickly skedaddles as Lowry. You try and strike out uh, against this, and now he is on... Uh, he has placed himself, like, the Lornlings are there, and then he is far enough away that he is not within melee of any of our main crew at this point. That was it for Agden Vice. Vice, also, you have seen Pam just get swallowed. If Question is real quick before. Yeah. Does hitting uh, Bav with anything make her try to regurgitate Pam back up? Not that, uh, not that you were able to see or tell from. Okay. And Her based on being alive. Yes, that is a very, that is a very good, uh, that is a very good option to have her regurgitate. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, just asking because of the, the, the different monsters I've run that swallow. Yes. No, <laughs> this swallow ability specifically does not have that caveat. That's ridiculous. Some fable shit. <laughs> um, oh. yeah. Anyone paying attention to Vice, he shifts the psychic blade to overlay across his uh, amethyst arm so it turns into claws. He's looking around wildly, just, Agden, where are you? And the rest of you see Agden's eyes, like, get a little wide and, like, look at his brand and, like, oh, thank God. <laughs> Please, someone dispel magic on Or point, for the love of God. <laughs> um... Not seeing Agden, 
there are two Lornlings that are clumped up, right? Yes, there are. Can I have them make a dex saving throw? Yes, you can. Uh, is it dex? I, I apologize. I should be looking at this. Breath weapon. Yes, DC 13. Okay. For a 21 and an 18. That is a pass, but they do take half of... Ten points of necrotic in no, total? force damage. Yeah. Okay. So, as it would happen, the Lornlings actually don't have that much hit, that many hit points, and both of those Lornlings disappear. So now there is just Bavlorna, Agden, and two Lornlings, and the, those two Lornlings were the ones that she regurgitated directly. Well, if I can't find you, I'll just have to deal with your employer first. Okay, next up in the initiative order, Pamferdam. All right, well, I take damage at the start at of the your beginning. turn. So, so you'll take. Bop. It doesn't matter because it's not enough to like kill it's you. It's automatically two fails, I believe. Right? Uh, that is, I believe, just from melee attacks, not status effects. It's damage. It's is damage. it damage in yeah, general? Yeah, okay. Believe, yeah, if I take damage. Okay, so yeah. I have so... <laughs> just a 50-50 roll. So I'm going to start with the Steel Defender, who can act while okay. I'm incapacitated. Yeah, that's good. Let's get that done. Right. Let's get that done. Uh, take care of first. Clapper is going to uh, try and smash one of the uh, Lornlings, seeing how it seems to be a bit more easy to kill than Mom. Uh, so force rend. Where is the? What do I roll with? There is like a strange bestial roar that seems to be like emanating from the core of this defender, that you know Papa! isn't from <laughs> the defender itself. Like Clapper has unleashed something inside of him. <laughs> Uh, and and Clapper, when they slam their tentacles down on the thing, rolls 25 to hit. That'll hit. Uh, doing 1d8 plus 3. Uh, doop. Doop. <laughs> 4. 4 force damage. Okay. It is not crushed outright, but it seems like that is still a pretty sizable amount for a Lornling. And then... That is it for them, so I will make a scary d20 roll. <laughs> One success. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Woo! And that's Pam and Clapper. Alrighty. So after Pam is Bavlorna's turn, and Bavlorna seeing Pam directly in front uh well her Lornlings are going to strike out against Clapper as she's like a little like what the fuck is this thing um so they all have disadvantage striking Clapper they have regular striking Clapper when attacking this defender itself it does regular okay. rolls gotcha so that is an 18 a 16 16 and the 18 hit. And a natural 20 on the third attack. Cool. So if Clapper survives, by the way, everyone, this does extend to everyone in the party. If you're within five feet of Clapper, they can impose disadvantage on people attacking you. Okay, so... 
first two attacks. First attack is nine. Second attack is seven. And the third attack was for 13. Clapperclaw has two hit points left. It is the second Lornling. He is going to attack also the Steel Defender. That's a nat one on the first attack. My son! Another natural 20. So I believe that's going to be more than two as they're rolling a minimum two dice. Yep. Clapperclaw's body starts to disintegrate and shatter into small shards of metal, wood, and fabrics and stuff. The, and there's just a bag of holding on the ground. Yeah, the skull, skull cracks and then boop, like, does what they needed to. And then they are going to attack Clout with their third and final attack for another natural one. Next up is Bavlorna, who still grab this bag? <laughs> has, uh, has eated uh, our, our dear Pamphrodam. Uh, she is going to make a bite attack towards you, Clout. Oh, that's a natural 20. <laughs> I love this dice tonight. This dice is my friend. Maybe not your guys's, but it's mine. Uh, so, Clout, that is going to be for 21 points of piercing damage. All right. That's... And, and you that's... are grappled. Coo, coo, coo. Um, although I believe that she can only, yeah, she can only grapple one target at a time. So she is currently grappled with Pamferdam because she has swallowed him. Uh, oh, ends the grapple when she swallows. So yeah, she is grappled with you with this bite. And then she like looks over your shoulder and like her face extends as she does almost in like a rubber band uh cartoon era so that way she can look over your shoulder toward alessandra and she whips with her hand two fingers forward as she is going to shoot at you with her withering ray Ooh. so alessandra that is a 14 to hit that does not hit okay so this beam of spell ends up coming towards you, and she is unable to actually hit against you. Uh, she is grappled onto Clout. She is still eating Pam, uh, but that is all that she is able to do. Lowry, it is your go. There are no Lornlings currently around you. Agden is across the room, and you can see that this hag not only has swallowed this individual, uh, known as Pamferdam, has dismantled Clapperclaw and has bitten onto Clout. All right. Uh, how far is Agden and how far is Bevlorna from me? Uh, they are both within ranged distance. You could easily make your way to either at this point. Okay. Uh, she's going to keep moving towards Agden. Okay. Uh, and she is going to try and hit with her quarterstaff. Please, dice gods, be good to me. Does a 14 hit? A 14 does not hit Agden as he blocks the attack with his uh, with his smaller shield. Okay. Uh, can I spend my reaction here for this round? Uh, depends. What's your reaction? Uh, so it would be Halo, uh, Halo of Spores again. Okay. I can use it. In... No, I have to wait until someone starts their turn next to me. Okay. Okay. 
but you are within striking distance of uh of Agden and uh mm-hmm. Vice while you are in this frenzy with this like bejeweled dragon claw you can see that Lowry is like striking against something that isn't there and I would say Vice is intelligent enough to put two and two together on that one uh next up clout clout you are currently being grappled by bavlorna who had swallowed your friend you are also surrounded by two lornlings and the remains of clapperclaw the steel defender version 3.0 am i allowed to know if um the swallow feature is tied to losing all your hit points or is it just the next step after getting grappled Like losing player hit points. Like if your hit points go to zero, she swallows yeah. you. Uh, yeah. I would say based off of that make. Uh, I, uh, I, I'll give you this. For a mechanical point, it is not tied to your hit points going to zero. Uh, and it looks like uh, as much as she would love to try and eat all of you, uh, there is a size category uh, specifically that comes into play with her ability to unhinge her jaw. That's what I was thinking of. Um, I'm going to cast Enlarge on myself. <laughs> okay. She just, ah, like her jaw, like, stretches too, uh, too wide. Uh, and she can only grapple a medium or smaller creature. So that's one way to break a grapple, as you just get fucking massive. Uh, she bit off more than she can chew. Um, <laughs> hey. Let's... I'm just gonna double check and make sure there's absolutely no bonus action I can do here that would be helpful. Uh, can't cast two spells in the same turn, so that's a no, dog. Um, you know what? Uh, you know what I can do? I'm gonna give bardic inspiration to Alessandra, who is right next. Wait, hold on. Do you do you actually do attacks? Yeah. Then you take it. Uh, you can you get a D8 that you can add to um, an ability, a check, an attack roll, or a saving throw. Okay. Within Thank the next you. minute, that's yours. Thanks. Wink. Finger guns. You can't see my wink. <laughs> it's a big wink from Cloud because he's now massive and just. <laughs> okay. So, Clout, that was your turn. Next up, Alessandra. Uh, she is, her arms are getting a bit longer and start to match more the wooden texture of her horns. As you hear certain, like, it starts like bone cracking, but then it sounds like wood cracking, that straining, as she gets kind of spindly. Um, that's just for failure. This is not a part of the spell. Um, and her other hand also gets, uh, very, um, beast-like thick claws as more necrotic energy, um, is shooting from it towards Bavlorna, uh, and I need her to make another constitution saving throw. Okay. That is a failure, I believe, unless a nine beats your con- beats your, it uh, spell not. save. It does not. Uh, so she will take... Total forty three necrotic uh, damage. Okay. Yeah, she yelps in surprise as you deal her a mighty blow. 
Things have changed since the last time I seen you, Bab. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Yeah, and she just kind of hisses in your direction. Vice. You see that Clout in his, like, pugilist stance is fucking massive in the middle of this pool. Lowry is striking against something that isn't there, and Alessandra coolly from the back is just pew, 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 like she's just shooting in the same direction. How does Bablorna look? Uh, Bablorna. Uh, we skipped Agden. Right. Uh, it will be Agden at the start of his turn. Okay. Your reaction triggers for the Halo of Spores? Yes. Okay. Con save. Con save. That is also a fail, unless a nine beats it. It does not. So let me roll that damage. Five points necrotic. Five points necrotic. Okay, he begins uh, to take a a rather yucky cough, but uh, he's still up and moving. He is going to try and strike out at you with his branding iron. Seeing as how, hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Uh, so that is a 26 to hit. Unfortunately, that does it. Okay, so Lowry, that is going to be for eight points of fire damage. Okay. Okay, and he is invisible against you. So he is... He's just going to try and hit you again with this. That seems okay. to be his uh, an MO of his. That's a natural one for the second strike. Uh, again, he's he's coughing very uh, very much at all the spores uh, that you have just like plumed up in his general direction, uh, and then he is going to run to the other side of the room now that you are no longer able to see him. Okay, okay. So Vice, it is your go. Uh, last you saw, Lowry was attacking something, and then she got branded as well with Agden's, uh, iron. Uh, but you were still unable to see Agden. Okay. Uh, how is the hag doing? The hag is looking... She's looking bloodied, for sure. Okay. There are still um... two of these, like, little Lornlings that are next to her. There's also a clout, correct? There is also a mega clout. All right. Um, Vice is going to level his gem hand at the hag, and what looks like a spike shoots out from the wrist. Okay. Um, but I'm also going to use a bonus action to steady, uh, steady aim, which means I do not get to move this round. But I attack with an advantage. Sure, sure. Yeah. Does a 21 hit? Yes, it do. All right. She'd be taking... Please roll. No? There we go. Uh, 10 points of psychic damage, followed by... 4 points sneak attack. Okay. She is still up, but you have definitely done her a dirty... So, That's my turn. at the end of your turn, going on to the next, Pam. Pam is sinking in darkness. They can't move their body or make a sound or sense anything, really. 
they see something walking towards them as if while they are sinking, they are on a different plane. Uh, the image of, well, what initially looks like a Mulan warrior with green skin, uh, Mulan being the uh, ethnic type of the humans in Malharand. They are dressed in robes and bearing the crown of the king of Malharand, but flicker in between that image and the image of what looks like a royal mummy dressed in gems uh, and a ceremonial robe that has decayed. And behind this spirit looks like a solitary man reaping the fields of reeds behind them. And this spirit introduces themselves as Osiris and lets Pamphrodem know that it's time for them to finally rest. Pam reaches out a hand finally, and takes their god's hand, and travels into the field of reeds behind the, the uh, person reaping the fields as everything fades away and Pamphrodam dies. Okay. Back on our current plane of living existence. Clout, there are still two Lornlings that you are next to. They're going to strike at you. So that is a 21 to hit. Yep. A 27 to hit. Oh, yeah. And then another natural one. So they get two strikes against you. For seven points piercing damage, make a con save for, or a con check for the enlarge. I'm good. And the second attack does 10 points of piercing damage. I've got two hit points. Okay. So that was the first of the Lornlings. Second con save is good. Okay. Second Lornling also going to try and stab out at you. Oh, fuck. There's more. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that is a 27 to hit. Yep. For nine points of damage. I'm down. And then that Lornling is going to rush up towards Alessandra, and they are going to make the remaining two attacks against them. That is a 21. For 10 points piercing. And a 22... For eight points of piercing as their little stabby hands are going wild. Next up is Bavlorna's turn. And inside, you can see that that bulge in her stomach where uh, you knew Pam to be begins to writhe and squirm as you see what look like sets of small hands begin to creep their way up her abdomen as her mouth extends again. And rather than attack, she is going to use her Create Lornling ability as she vomits out two more of these Lornlings. And they will take their turn immediately after hers. 
So there are now four Lornlings in total, as well as Bavlorna. And those two Lornlings are going to... They are going to actually... One is going to race towards uh, Alessandra. The other is going to go past Alessandra towards Vice. So towards Alessandra, that is a crit. And that is for six, 12 points of piercing. Okay. Second attack. That is a 15. Does that hit? No. Okay. And third attack, less than a 15. So little knifey hands going wild, unable to combat vice. You stood still. This little Lornling is making its way towards you. That is a natural one on its first attack. A 22 on its second attack, this time dealing seven points of piercing damage. And the third attack is for 22 again mm -hmm. for 10 points of piercing damage. Not quite at two. Lowry, it is your go. And Lowry, you have just watched as Clout now has also dropped next to the scattered bits and bobs that were the Steel Defender. And your hat, speaking to you, whispers, laughing almost, it's happening again and again and again and again. There's the mute. Uh, normally, healing word is a bonus action. Can you cast it as an action as well? You are unable to. Unable to? Okay. Yes. Clout, you're going to have to survive for one more round because I have to drop my wild shape. <laughs> uh, don't, don't, don't fail those death saves. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I'm going to drop my wild shape and instead, did I see where we're in a little bit of water in this room, right? Uh, the, the center area is a pool mm -hmm. of water, but yeah. the surrounding area is basically like, uh, uh, like a poolside kind of thing. Okay. Um, did I notice in any of the wet areas, did I notice any rabbit feet? You did not. Splashing through water. Okay. Um... All right. Uh, are any of my friend? How many friends are within range of Bevlorna? Uh, just within five feet. In five feet range, mm -hmm. uh, just clout. Just clout. Okay. Yeah, just clout. Um, I'm going to cast. I'm going to cast flaming sphere, but I want to put it on the opposite side of Bevlorna, from where clout is, yep. so that clout is not in the five foot radius of the sphere. Yes. Yes. Okay. And she needs to make a dexterity so dexterity save, correct? Um, let me brain go Bert. Let me double check. It's also gonna be upcast at third level. Okay. Um spears of fear and fire your choice. Creature that ends its turn within five feet of the spear must be Okay, so on conjuring, since I'm not using a bonus action to ram the spear, um Damage won't happen until I either use a bonus action to ram the sphere into them, or uh, they start their turn, or end their turn next to the sphere. Okay. Sorry. Okay, yeah. All right, totally so fine. that's my turn. Sounds good. So that is Lowry. Next up, mm -hmm. Clout. 
Alright, time for death saving throw. Rolling. Ooh, that's a three. Okay, that is one failed death save. How dare. Usually I die immediately. I don't usually get to this point. Okay. Alessandra, you have one Lornling directly in front of you. Behind you, there's another Lornling directly on Vice. You see that there are two of these other ones that are near Bavlorna herself. Uh, and then there is Bav. And Bav looks at you like it has never been about who is stronger it has always been about who can survive. Mm-hmm. How bad does she look? Oh, she looks fucked up. Okay. Um... She also has a flaming sphere directly behind her. Okay, so if I do something that's a 60-foot radius, I'm assuming that's an... Uh, that would basically be the entire everyone. room. That'd be okay, everyone. So I'm not yeah. gonna do that. Okay. I mean, you could. Right. I just wouldn't stop you. But I am warning I will, you that everyone is within that radius. I will then cast light at sixth level. Ooh. Okay. Which will give me a total of ten d eight. So she needs to make me a Constitution saving throw. She gets a twenty six on her con save. That succeeds, but she still takes half of 55. So a total of 22 necrotic damage. No, 27. My bad. Alessandra, that look that she gave you was that it was never about how strong you were. It was her ability to survive. And you were proving that wrong with a sixth level spell. How would you want to do this? Um, there is just necrotic energy that's coming from, like, the dead bodies, uh, and the dried out flesh, and as, and from Alessandra herself, as the crystals on her staff start whirring rapidly and glowing, and that same glow is coming from within herself, and you see two glowing eyes from behind the veil, the sickly purplish energy as it kind of amasses around her in almost, you know, that effect of, like, uh, waterbenders, like, where it's the water, like, flying through the air. It's like that, but it's this thick, viscous icker that comes from Alessandra, and it at first looks um, like it's wavering, but then it straightens into daggers as they all just jam into Bevlorna at the same time. And you see that color um, just fade into her from her from her veins turning black. Okay. And as Bavlorna's veins turn black and she like stands and sort of looks at you, Alessandra, and begins to careen backwards. Alessandra, you watch as a rabbit man wearing a long blue scarf looks at the situation at hand nods at you and runs as fast as he fucking can out of this building. And as he runs, there is a pause, a brief moment where it's almost like you could see the rain stop as it falls. And Lowry, 
you and Alessandra can feel the rumbling. There is a contract that was signed that was stated for a situation that occurred in this domain that should something in parentheses unfortunate happen to Bavlorna, that power would be directed elsewhere. And Lowry, as this contract comes to fruition, you look over and Alessandra, you take a deep breath in and as you breathe, the world breathes with you. And that is where we are going to call it for tonight's session. So I'd like to say thank you to everybody who decided to stop by and join us for this wonderful session of Dungeons and Dragons. I know that we went on a little long, but we had some fantastic moments here during this final bout of combat. So I'd like to say thank you to everybody who decided to stick with us. Thank you to these players, especially all of these fine folk. I know I just said thank you to the players, but hey, RJ, where can I find you? What do you do? Hey everybody, I'm RJ. You can catch me at rjustice282 on Twitter and Twitch, where I tweet about the nerdy things in my life and sometimes stream with my friends um, whenever I go live. I normally retweet there, so go check that out. By the way, Sarah and I did a thing. Do you want to speak about it more? I don't know the official release date, so no. Okay. <laughs> we'll announce that maybe sometime later. <laughs> we did a thing. TheNakeHunter.com and uh, that means it's my turn. Hey, everybody. I'm Sarah. I played Lowry Moon. Um, you can find me all over the internet as the Hype Goblin, uh, doing character cosplay stuff uh, on the TikToks, on the Instagrams. And I'm getting ready to start posting again over on YouTube. I have a new Sailor Moon cosplay, so all of that uh, creation journey will be going up there. If you are following me uh, as a Ko-Fi member, uh, weekly updates are going there that will not be a part of the video. Uh, for members over there, and uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fun time. I'm learning. I'm learning as I go. Um, also, if you want to mark your calendars, on Sunday, July 10th, I will be appearing at Virtual Horror Con in the Vitae and Petticoats Vampire the Masquerade 5th Edition Sabbat game at 9 a.m. Uh, it is being GM'd uh, by Cat uh, Smith uh, and on the Gehenna Gaming Channel. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Tickets to the virtual con are only $20, and it gets you access to a whole bunch of actual plays and a whole bunch of really, really cool panels with really cool people in the horror TTRPG RPG genre. So, yeah, come see me. It's going to be great. I'm going to sew a dress. JanaeKeener.com. I am Media Flare. <laughs> I have recently passed away as another character. <laughs> Um, you can find me on Twitch or Twitter at MediaFlare, where I, you know, do the same thing everyone else does on Twitter and share a bunch of random silliness and occasionally talk about tabletop RPGs. Um, you can hear me as Russell Gainsley, the journal freelance journalist in Hub uh, NetHub's uh, news network on Star Citizen. You can also hear me in an upcoming video game dub. Uh, but I have to wait a little bit longer on that. You can find me on this channel on Sundays and Thursdays. Otherwise, you can follow my schedule on Twitch to see what else I'm doing. Thank you all so much, DanaeKeeter.com.
Speaking of DanaeKeener.com, hey everybody, I'm Danae Keener. You can find me at DanaeKeener.com. I do nerdy drawings, mostly related to D&D and a lot of things on this channel. Uh, you can also find me at Danae Keener on Twitter. I've got a pinned tweet there that's got my schedule so you can see all the games that I'm playing in. So go check it out, DanaeKeener.com. Hey everyone, my name's Satan, and tonight I played Alessandra the Hag, now the Hag of Tither. Wither? Hither. 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 It's your house. You can name it whatever I you want. I want, okay? Um, but I also play a bunch of other games, uh, like uh, sometimes I'm on the DMC, like Sundays at 10 a.m. EST. I'm over at the Hype Goblins channel, uh, DMing for uh, the, her and a bunch of other of my friends uh, in my homebrew world, so check that out. We'll be coming back from a long hiatus uh, next week, hopefully. Um, and I think that's all my games right now other than this. I don't have any other live games currently. Oh, you can catch me Saturdays, every other Saturday at Plot Hunters. Uh, so not next Saturday because we played yesterday, the Saturday after. I almost died there as well. Uh, fun fact, I only had 22 hit points left. Um, and, uh, yeah, you can find me on TikTok at Alyssa Vamp. I'm posting most of my art there. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter, at Vamp there with two Ps, Alyssa Vamp with two Ps, uh, where I will also post art and just talk about silly stuff and complain about being sick sometimes. And if you've made Thank it this... <laughs> <laughs> and if you've made it this far, you probably already know who I am. But if you don't, hey, Acorns, what's up? It's me, your buddy, your pal, your friend, the indoor adventurer, the showrunner here at twitch.tv slash indoor adventures. We do shows like this on Monday. Thursday and Sunday at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and we post all of our games uh, and make them available at youtube.com slash indooradventures or anywhere audio casts are being made available for free under the same moniker. But speaking of things that are being made available for free, we are going to be heading off to our Patreon-supported after show called Nights in the Courtyard. I expect that tonight is going to be a rather juicy one, so feel free to listen in when we post that first thing tomorrow. But in the meantime, join us on Discord the link can be found in the Twitch chat to the side. Ask as many questions as you want because we got some good ones already. I'm very excited for it. So hopefully we see you there. But with that in mind, I would like to say once again, thank you to everybody who decided to stop on by to join us. Thank you to Satan for joining us once again this week as a guest. And thank you to these players for putting up with my bullshit as well this week. And until next time, we'll see all of you guys. All right. Bye-bye! <laughs>